What up, what up? Fantasy Football Hustler back at you. What's happening, Bogart Scott Free in this thing? Oh, man, and we made it. We made it to Overreaction Monday, and it is time for everybody to overreact, everybody to panic. But everyone who's listening to us, you better be doing the exact same, exact opposite of that and just taking advantage of all the people panicking after week one. Cause I can't, I can't tell you how many crazy like trade ideas like I saw in that fantasy group, and you know a lot of them are beginners, but it's like idiots, <laughs> beginners, people who literally have no idea what they're doing. They're gonna react, you know, just like in the craziest way possible. But people are already trying to sell Mahomes. People are already trying to sell Gibbs. People are already trying to sell Burrow and Chase. I saw one guy ask. Should I trade away? Um, should I trade away Ridley and Chase to get like Tyree Kill or Justin Jefferson? Or see, you know what's crazy? On the flip side, I like overreacting. The, you know, so like, oh, I got Tyree Kill, bro. He's the best. I need your whole fucking team. You know what I mean? I was like, I'm. You know what I'm saying? Like the overreaction can go both ways too. Like if you have Tyreek Hill and you're gonna flip him, somebody might over, over, overpay. Like right there. Yeah, for sure. You know what I mean, but I, I would still want more. Just bet because just based on the 200 yards he came. I mean, bro, he's pacing for what? Three thousand. Thirty-six hundred. I ain't trading a thirty-six hundred receiver. Right. I want it all. Fuck that. I'm not all. trading. I'm not trading any of these studs away. Right. You know, uh, funny. Right I took. I took Tyreek Hill. Over everybody, I took I took Tyreek Hill as the number one receiver off the board in several leagues. You know what I mean? Number one or number two? You took him over Jefferson? Oh, I'm sorry, I never got a shot at Jefferson. So yes, the, that's kind of the thing. Huh? You're either gonna get Jefferson. Jefferson's kind of you know what? Is Tyreek Hill in his own tier? Like goes Jefferson? I mean, I don't know. But I like that, but would you argue like it's their one A one B? I had Jefferson and Tyreek as number one and two. I mean, yeah. I was never taking Tyreek over Jefferson. So, I mean, if you're thinking of it like that, Jefferson's in his own tier, Tyreek's in his own tier, and then everybody else starts coming in. I'm with that. Yep, there it is. And uh, Crispy said, how about them Cowboys? Yeah, too bad they couldn't put up any stats. Like Dak didn't even have to throw the ball to whoop on the Giants like that. I don't even think that was about the the Cowboys as much as it was about the Giants are straight ass. They have no wide receivers over there. Who the hell is Danny Peso going to throw to? He can't throw anyways. That's why Waller only had a couple. Their line games. can't block nothing. Dude, they they made the Cowboys look like they were the '85 Bears out there on the line. Like they could not stop anything. You know why the Giants didn't want to play Saquon? Because there was no reason to. They're going to suck with them or without them. Like, that's what this comes down to. That It was so trash that we were going to come on for the second half. And I was like, nah, I got better things to do right now. <laughs> then watch this stupid-ass game. Um, I wasn't even going to come on either. I, when, when, you didn't, when it was halftime, I didn't even ask. I was like, ah, this game sucks. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to get on there, smoke, like, ridiculous amounts of weed. And they'd be mad because I'm just, I'm just smoking the weed to keep me entertained. What up, Emil? Minnesota Marty, what up? Chaotic, what up? What's up, girl? Ha, Marty said Puka on the block in the 21. <laughs> Good luck. I see you post him up there. I ain't it's, not, it's Dynasty. Like, people got it's got to be the, the Cooper Cup. It's a know? smart move. Cooper Cup's on the IR. You come, okay. Here's a, I, I have a real quick takeaway in that game. 
There's two things. Yeah, like the Rams came out there and smacked them up, and I didn't see that coming. I'm glad I stayed away from that game gambling-wise, right? And then another takeaway is, man, did you see that thing that's going around with Gino? No. Where, like, he takes a snap, and then he, he starts to drop back, and he, st- he kind of stands there, and he sees Aaron Donald just coming at him. Oh! Throws the ball away. It was like, it was hilarious, man, because it legit scared him. Like Aaron Donald was right there. Like, oh, oh shit! Just throws it away. <laughs> what up, Dennis? It's like a real like. It was like a um, like a move. What do they call that? The jump scares. Yeah, I've never seen a player get jump scared like that. Smokey the Cat Cat. Oh man, he said Burrow handed me my first loss. Was Burrow the only guy on your team that underperformed though? You know, here's my thing. I know there's guys that are losing for me, but also man, did that did your opponent go out there and kick your ass? You know what I mean? I feel better about that. If my team just sucks, I just get my ass whooped. And it's like, all right, yeah, no matter what Burrow scored, probably going to lose anyway. Yeah. <laughs> and you know what? It's all good. It's week, it's week one. You know what I mean? a lot. If you pay attention to the landscape of your league from beginning to the end, you're going to see some of those hot teams. They start off hot, and they kind of just fall off because they don't continue what you're supposed to do to sustain. You know what I'm saying? Getting wins is, is, is awesome early, obviously. Man, you know, the race for the wild card, the second half, like that, that's the real race right there. Not everybody's fortunate to just have an easy schedule and cruise all the way through. You know what I mean? Like, you just might have to be put in extra work this year for that team starting off 0 and 1. And you're yep. not even up next week, you're back to 500 if you get a W. So it's nothing. You know what I mean? Stokely, what up? He said, had Goddard, Sky Moron, and Higgins starting this week, but still can win my matchup with 43 points from Allen. So you're telling me there's a chance. Yeah. <laughs> so that that's what we would call a Monday night miracle, unless you're in like a QB premium scoring format. And uh, yeah, I like a good Monday night miracle. Let's dial it up. Man, one of my teams was, uh, man, we were so stacked in the dynasty that I scored like 400 points and I still had Higgins give me that zero. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I haven't really looked at any of my dynasties yet because like, um, I didn't like like a lot of my Isaiah Pacheco's and Jarek McKenna's. They already put me in the hole on on Thursday, so we'll see what it do. I got I got I got to skim through that shit. Nick Tab, what up over on Twitch? I said finally got my account back to watch y'all. There we go. Been support, also supporting on Patreon to you, the man. Appreciate you, man. you Nick Tab. You know what I mean? <sighs> That's the homie. And yuck, he said. Speaking of <laughs> overreaction Monday, it's our year. Every cowboy fan has already came through and said it's our year. <laughs> well, I mean, you know, that's the thing too that makes me feel comfortable is when if I'm wrong, but so is everybody else. And Tina said the offense didn't need to play this game. I don't want to hear those fucking excuses because I don't care who wins and loses. I need Dak to put up 300 yards and two touchdowns every game. Call Uncle Jerry and tell him I don't want to see a performance like that again. They got to put up the stats. So I was, uh, you know, I was uh, like cooking dinner and like, you know, so the game was on because it was already shellacking from the jump street. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) And what, 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 you know, Mike Torino, he's really old and senile. Yeah. Like he says so many wrong things. Like, like, oh, this is his 12th year in the league. Like, no, it's not his 11th. Like, it's a little minuscule things. Or like, he'd be like, oh, he'd be like, the toss, the toss to, to, to Pollard. He's like, that was a handoff, bro. <laughs> you know what I mean? I'm like, yes. And I look and I'm like, watching every play. That was a fucking, that wasn't a toss. I'm like, give me all this false. I'm like, damn, Torino, he's been doing this for like two years now. 
And then you have Chris Collinsworth, who just his tone of voice and his delivery, he can almost say nothing and he just sounds like a commentator because he's really saying a bunch of nothing. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, it kind of annoys me now. I mean, you, you're one of the first people that pointed that out to me. I think I was biased because I used to love PFF like a motherfucker. And he, he doesn't really have anything to do with it but besides investing in it early on. You know what I mean? Right, exactly. Fucking guy. He might as well be the one that invented it to most fucking people because they just have like no idea. But And uh, who's <laughs> and yuck, he said Michael Parsons, defensive player of the year. He didn't have no TJ Watt game yesterday. He didn't have no DeForest Buckner game yesterday. Like there was a lot of people who showed out a lot more than Michael Parsons, but he got his sack and you know, it was two solos. Like he was all right, but because it was such a shit game, was he even going hard the entire game? He didn't even need to. When they put their backups in, they were destroying them. Right, and didn't wasn't that like in the end of the third or some shit? Made, like, I don't even maybe, remember when they made that switch. I don't know. Four minutes into the fourth, six minutes into the fourth, they were they already had all their starters out. Emil said, hot take, the Ravens trade for Jonathan Taylor. Fuck no, they won't. What? They just don't pay anybody like that. Like, Lamar is, like, the first one to really get paid like that. And look how it, like, man, it took, like, pulling teeth to be able to get that for Lamar. And then he, he, went, tri- he went tripping. He's like, I'll buy all new teeth. <laughs> <He's> like, like, <laughs> I'll buy everybody new teeth. He's like, fuck it. Yeah, um, yeah, and even with Mark Andrews, uh, uh, and and uh, he's a guy who who has a, a bag on him, but it's like it was an extension bag, and they, you know, they, and you know, what I'm saying, and then then there's Roquan, that's the only one I've, I mean, they didn't even, even pay CJ Mosley, they let him go, you know, what I'm saying they draft Patrick Queen, and then man, I mean, I, they they paid Roquan the biggest bag at a linebacker position ever, so you know that's real. They're kind of doing some things that are a little uncharacteristic, but you gotta remember it's not Ozzie Newsom anymore. We're two years removed now, so maybe there's a little change of how they approach this this thing. You know what I mean? <laughs> Titans, man, nobody cares who you're sending. Yeah, Titans whooped my ass in that Debo league. Fucking bitch ass Kelsey and bitch ass Dak. Dak getting ten points like on Sunday night. I told you to sit, Dak. <laughs> Doesn't matter. Fuck him. I hope. I hope, fuck uh, Titans. I hope Titans takes him. Dak's fucking. He's gonna hard. take Watson. Yeah, we'll see. Because uh, both guys, I mean, it could go either way on those. But uh, yeah, and he said, guess who's getting Swifty? I don't give a fuck. He's going to get dropped in two seconds after you send him to me. Like, it doesn't matter who comes back. It matters who you take. Like, anyone who comes back is going to be so trashed. They're probably going to get dropped anyways. Like, for yeah. every person that's doing Was that it. his plan the whole time? <laughs> I'm going to I'm gonna draft John J. Swift. <laughs> So you could get zero points. Somebody's gonna get got <laughs> with this. <laughs> yeah, he's gonna get dropped hella fast. But uh, yeah, see the Titans. He just he is the Reaper. Look at him. I mean, he killed Kelsey before I can even get him on the field to go against him. But now I can't steal him though. Yeah, that was the only person I was worried about him stealing. Fuck everybody else. Can't get Kelsey. Ha. And let's see. And Yuck said, I live in giant country too. <laughs> Walking like the, <laughs> like the cock of the walk. Everyone around Cowboys pissed. <laughs> Post toasties. Oh, man. Axel said, Joe Burrow is a thief. <laughs> no, he just was hurt during the preseason. Played zero snaps during the preseason. Look, Rusty has an old, old nail. And everything that they got on the scouting report for the Browns, was wrong because that secondary looks better than it's looked in like I don't know what last three years, four years, some shit like that. I mean, shit, I could probably go say longer than that. <laughs> yeah, because they got the same, pretty much got the same personnel, 
and maybe like a yeah, they have a second year Del Pit. You know what I'm saying? But like, yeah, if I can, Jim Schwartz, man. Jim Schwartz's secondary is over. You know what I mean? Whether you look his time in uh, with the Eagles or his time with Buffalo or even I think he was with the Lions as their DC at one point. Like, Tino, this game was not perfect because you know what? At the end of the day, what's Uncle Jerry going to base? What's Dak going to get paid off of? Oh, you won this game like versus the Giants where the Giants couldn't even score one point and you didn't even have to do shit to He's win. Like, you know, we got that Trey Lance, kid. <laughs> I'm sorry, Dak. He has his hairline's going faster than yours. Trey Lance is a bum. They got him just so they can have like that third QB to like suit up for games. Like just, just in case you need to break the security glass, you know, because both your QBs get fucked in a game. It was funny when Chris Collinsworth was talking about that. He's like, I'm sure everyone's watching this game. Like, hey, why aren't you getting Trey Lance in the game? Yeah, <laughs> oh man, then he just kind of explained it. But yeah, he's a fucking loser. Fucking Chris Collinsworth. Man, just get him off of there. And uh, Peacock said, after the second defensive touchdown, I shut off the TV, went to the movies with the wife. He said, last voyage of uh, what? Demeter? I don't even know how to pronounce that. He said, uh, wasn't it? Is that the Star Wars joint? I mean, the Star Trek joint? No fucking idea. Let him know. Picard? He said, it wasn't great, but it was way more entertaining than Sunday Night Football. Is it the last voyage of Picard? Uh, uh, D, Demeter, something. Uh, no, I don't know. Yeah. And Tina said, I don't play in team defense, but what the Cowboys get? Let's see. A million. Ooh, they had the most. <laughs> and it's probably because of the shutout. I mean, depending yeah, on. You get how- your 10. Yeah, you get some extra points plus that original 10. And then. Yeah. They had a they had a special team score. They had a, a two picks, seven sacks, and uh, like a, a, a pick six. Yeah. One of those picks was a pick six. Twelve shout to, hits. <laughs> shout out to Stephon Gilmore too, because man, having someone super legit on one side, the opposite of of Diggs, like you know what I mean. Yeah. But also, it was raining. It was <laughs> Danny fucking dumbass. He only had what one completion by a receiver when the time we were in the third quarter, and then like he had like I don't know maybe one or two more after that to Paris Campbell. It's just, it's all bad. That's why I didn't recommend nobody fucking any of those receivers too. And then, and, and then Q Waller definitely, definitely could be a guy there. You know what I mean? And then, and then on the other side, man, Ferguson kind of sucks, huh? But he was getting hella targets. Yep. <laughs> I mean, and, and I'd rather get- have a guy that's halfway decent getting mid-level targets than a guy who's just straight ass. Who gets all the targets in the world? There was some. I mean, they're really like enforcing that West Coast, uh, that Mike McCarthy West Coast offense, and it was annoying me how Collinsworth kept, you know, it's like Joe Montana. You know, like, no, it's not. And then we kept saying, like, he kept saying. At one point, he had compared. Oh my God, this is this is stupid right here. He compared Darren Waller to LeBron James. Like, you know, when you have LeBron James, you let him shoot. You know, you yeah. have Darren Waller. I'm like, oh my God, no. Yeah. Like was that, was that was that just the cool thing to do? Because LeBron James is so popular right now. <laughs> I don't know. Like, you know, on, funny. Man. You couldn't make a better comparison than to a basketball player. I heard that shit too. I was like, he's a fucking dumbass, man. Like, what's he even talking about right now? I, don't know. I mean, LeBron James doesn't shoot anyways. He passes. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> and it's like, not like I, they were in Ohio where like you're gonna big up someone like a local someone. I don't know. Come on, man. You couldn't have even gone with, I mean, they were in New York. You couldn't have gone with someone who plays in New York 
anything like that. <laughs> Emil said, how embarrassing. Like, what a dumbass. <laughs> oh, no, he said, I scored 69 points in week one. Oh, man, how, how embarrassing. That's a low score. That's a low score for sure. Yeah. Can you just get it all out of the way now, though, right? I mean, that's the best part about it. It's only one game. Only one game. And Yuck said, I wish I played Zay Flowers. At least I got him. There's so many people who didn't play Zay Flowers, so don't even worry about that. And uh, Robert, what up? He said, is London droppable now? No, he's not. But this exact outing is why. All offseason, I was saying I'm totally avoiding him. It's not necessarily because of his talent. It's because of shitty quarterback play. And, um, yeah, it was on display yesterday for sure. Carolina does have a solid secondary, especially in the safety uh, positions as well. And uh, Yuck said, I love the passion today. <laughs> he said, fucking love this time of year. Hell, yeah. Tino said, Zay is the play. Yes, sir. Titan said that game last night was terrible. That's the, the best way that we can describe it. And Tino said Uncle Jerry's not going to do nothing but be happy for his defense that he put together. Yeah, the defense was okay, man. I, I think that all of this is uh, really just about how garbage the Giants were. And, uh, yeah, I, we haven't even seen the Jets play. Um, but, yeah, it's gonna, I, I'm assuming it is going to be a way different game next week versus the Jets than it was this week versus and, the Jets. And Dallas is at home. Yeah, you know you gotta. I love I love all the narratives too. Aaron Rodgers going up against his former head coach, and you know what I'm saying. And you know, you know what's funny too. I bet you Aaron Rodgers could sit in that meeting room with Salah and then be like, "This is what McCarthy likes to do," right? Yeah, they could watch the film from from last night and be like, "Okay, yeah." Right? I swear to God. Yeah, for real. Like, like, I mean, <laughs> you're talking about a, a, a player who fucking played for this coach for, what, four years? Was it four years that he was there? Uh, Aaron Rodgers? Aaron Rodgers played with, 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 with um, He was there for, like, majority of his whole career. I couldn't even remember how long McCarthy he, was there. He, They drafted. So M McCarthy was the one that passed up on Rodgers when McCarthy was with the Niners. Okay. And then, like, yeah. Love you, babe. Did you dust off your shoes? Okay, have a great day. Did you get your water bottle? <laughs> you have to let these motherfuckers know. They be drinking, you know what I mean? Okay, yeah, but... Um, yeah, hydrated. Yeah, hell yeah. We live in the fucking valley these days. This motherfucker hot. But, uh, yeah, I mean, Rodgers playing for him. I mean, them just knowing the QB... Uh, the, uh, huh? the offense was not that great. Like, I mean, I know they put up 40 points. So, I mean, it's like it's crazy for me to say, like, the offense wasn't that great. But go look at what the offense actually did yesterday. Like, man, I mean, the defense just put him in great positions. Giants could not fucking move the ball, like, at all. Like, it was like you know, with, with the weather, they weren't, you know, they weren't really passing it. And they were getting, like, you know, you know, 10. Like, what was Tony Pasta's average last night? They made him look was, like he was a no, first rounder. It, it, was, it, was, it was five. Um, okay, so he's, he's on his career. He's on his career average. Yeah, it was, it was 14 for 70. Okay, so he – and he got – yeah, and he still got a moderate, like, 15 is what I had him at when people were asking. But, like, look at the fucking, I know they didn't have to pass that much, but it's not like they weren't trying to pass. <laughs> they just weren't fucking completing shit. 13 for 24 from Dak. I mean, that's bad versus a yeah, really bad defense. I will say this. It is funny because Collinsworth, he kept pointing at it. You can tell, like, when he likes players or not. Yeah. And you can tell he doesn't really like think. Yeah, right. So he's, when he's talking about Dak, he's like, you know, Mike McCarthy, he wants that, 
you know, this West Coast offense supposed to raise up the completion rating. Look, look at this. This is not good. This is 50%. This is not good. You just can't bring it up. Right? I'm like, yo. What up, South Sco? Uh-oh, is this itty-bitty city? South city. city. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Shout out to the Sco. The South Sco. Uh-oh. And Robert said, Russ or Purdy, week two. So, Hold on, let's uh, see. yeah, look at the schedule. Because I know you want to play Purdy week three probably against the Giants. Yeah, I mean, shit. Look, well, maybe not. Maybe not. Purdy against the Rams. Those division games are always tough. And Russ versus where the hell is their game at? Versus the Commandos. Oh, we're going Russ. Hell yeah. I think we, I don't want to jinx it. I think we figured out the key to unlock Russ. Pause. <laughs> you just gotta, right when he's getting dropped, when he's driving, you just got to play that song over and over again. Titan said, hot take. Tan Hill is washed and trashed. <laughs> it's not a hot take. <laughs> Pretty sure everybody knew that. It's just you guys got Levis and you guys got Malik Willis over there. So nobody is endangering his job. And you know what's crazy is like, that's probably the other offense that looked just as bad as, as the Giants. You know what I mean? Yeah. Actually, the Giants are the only I mean, the Titans are lucky because the Giants look worse than them. I mean, what's crazy is how trash the Titans looked, and they only lost by one point to the Saints. Yeah, I mean, Derek Carr kind of sucks a lot. You know what I mean? I mean, he put up like decent stats, though. Like, yeah, for sure. Thing, I mean, so. it doesn't, uh, he had it because they were he was hanging around in that game too long. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah, like they can't see that's that's a net. Is that not a Derek Carr led team can't close anything away? You know what I mean? Yeah, hell yeah. And I think that's probably one of the things that looks better on Derek Carr's resume. Like if you're trying to find a brighter side, because he has like a handful of fourth quarter comebacks, but yeah. it's because he sucks. You know what I mean? He's always playing from behind. Niner MMA said, Brandon, Ayuk you can Purdy have true chemistry, bro. Said, glad I got Brandon in the fifth. Yeah. Cause uh, he, he was looking for him, especially in the end zone. I mean, that's what we want to see. Yeah. And, and they, they found a matchup. They like, they were, they were exploding. He's got Debo to thank for sure, because I mean Debo was getting a brunt of the defense, and mm -hmm. uh, but uh, the big takeaway from that game for me, Pittsburgh's defense is straight ass. <laughs> I remember, see, that's what made me mad when we were gambling in the morning. I was like, "Fuck, man!" Like it's really just, like I was, I was so confused why the why the I mean, in Vegas was trying to trick us. You know what I'm saying? They did. Uh, they, 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 they brought the point down, and when, they, when you know when I'm we thinking missed, we, we got we missed back. Two in we missed two in that in that first one because the fucking Ravens whooped so much ass that uh, you know either way we would have lost that we went fifty percent on yeah. that parlay. So, yeah, no, I'm not mad at that one. Yeah, first uh, first week we're gonna get that out of the way, and um, yeah, but the Steelers. I mean, outside of T.J. Watt, like I mean they they got solid pieces, but that defense is ass as a whole. Oh yeah. On the, start all your running backs against them and start all your wide receivers against them. And let's see who the hell did they play next week? I bet they come back a little bit stronger, but shit going up against the Browns, man, Nick Chubb's about to whoop that ass. And we're about to see Watson on Monday night. Uh, don't kill Watson Titans. <laughs> 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 Oh man, and Axel said, "Guess who started Burrow and T Higgins? A shitload of people. Don't, you know don't worry, what? it wasn't just you. It's like I'm in the league with my cousin Cicero, who wants to slice my fucking throat. <laughs> <laughs> fucking Higgins and fucking Burrow. What up, <laughs> in the guillotine league. 
I'm about to fucking get my head chopped in that motherfucker, bro. Man. You know what's crazy? Two years ago, I get chopped week one. Then it's my birthday twin last year. And, and then we couldn't even get Tino to join. So it's going to be me again. <laughs> Only people who lose on week one have the November 30th uh, birthday. That's it. That's the rule in this league. Tua, Tua brought me back. Like, that was the reason why I'm not in contention. We looked at this and it was before Tua really started uh, lighting it up. Yep. Yeah. Or AJ, what? He said, what a horrible week one for me. Bro, it's because you got that rookie fever, homie. You were all on those rookies. <laughs> Anthony Richardson did all right because that rushing touchdown that pretty much saved him. And Pittman kind of just ran. You know what's funny? In the Green Bowl, I was just looking at when I'm finally looking at all my matchups and shit. And I'm like, and you know, let, you know, this last night, right? I'm like, this fucking guy. Shout out to Ghost Monkey. Of course, he has Pittman against me. Oh, Pittman shit. Crazy. But I might, I might pull that one off, though, over there. <clears throat> Fingers crossed. You know what I mean? So I think I got the dub in the bag over there, but it's me and Candlestick who are uh, going for um, top score week one. It's a shootout in that. No one, no one's walking away with it. What's the, uh, what, what, what are we doing on top score per week? 50. Nice. So you can get a nice little chunk of change by the end of the season. You, you, you know, you get a couple, uh, I mean, I'm trying to get four, at least four of them. And, you know, that's actually $200 right there. That, uh, that takes off like a third of like what you paid to get in. <laughs> AJ said my worst week in fantasy history, bro. Come on, son. Is it, is it cause I, is it because I left you as a child? Why don't is you, because why, I wasn't there for you, son. Why aren't you listening to us? I mean, Chris, I feel like a lot Chris of left us. We turned all right, all right. A lot of these guys who we were championing did really good in week one. I mean, of course, guys like Higgins, you know, didn't do shit. I mean, it really everybody on the Bengals didn't do shit. So, like, but everybody was on everyone on the Bengals. <laughs> yeah, yeah I'm not, I mean, that that just happened. You know what I mean? Um, yeah, yeah, that doesn't make me cause for any real concern unless I start seeing that happen re- repeatedly. And, you know, it is a real thing. The Bengals are slow starters. You know what I'm saying? Uh, Joe Burrow hadn't played a lick of preseason since he was a rookie. You know what I mean? And see, and like, oh, um, and when he was actually not even, I don't, I don't think he's ever played any preseason, bro. Yeah, Maybe. and I was gonna say, what's your quick takeaway from like all the dudes that didn't play in the preseason? Like we kind of saw it, right? Um, it's just, it's just a different, different philosophy, different, different regimes. Like, like, the well, I just mean like how those guys kind of did in week one, at least you know maybe first half of the games. Cause I'm, I'm trying to think of a good example of who came. Like, okay, Herbert. Wow. Yeah, Herbert. No, no preseason. He came out there. I mean, he did solid. There was a lot of drops too. Like, yeah. you know, what I mean, like, I mean, I, I, I figured something out yesterday. Like, if you just throw it at Quinn Johnson, he just won't catch it. <laughs> I, I don't know. What's That's up my with Quinn Johnson takeaway so far because he was getting behind everybody and he just just drop it. Yeah. And AJ said, Kelsey, uh, not going, screwed me in a lot of places. Yeah, for sure. I mean, everybody. And uh, what up, Antonio? But if you went and picked up guys, you know, like Hunter Henry, um, you know, just guys who are Even a Logan Thomas, guys that we're just championing as these, get both of those guys late if you don't get a chance at any of the top tight ends. And free guys, you know. Yeah, I mean, because look at even if you went and got an A, we're just basing this on week one right now. This is the data we got. But you know what? Evan Ingram. I mean, and shit. like Logan Thomas, all these guys put up similar stat lines. And if you, but if you catch the touchdown, you you up there in the top five finishing. You know what I mean? I mean, we were championing Hunter Henry. Like, remember how many people were like, should I do this guy or this guy? And we're like, fuck it, just wait and get Hunter Henry for free. Like, we said that hundreds of times in the offseason. 
And who was the number one tight end on the week as of right now? <laughs> 56 yards, five receptions, and a tug. Like, that's what's crazy is, like, he's going to be in tight end one, like, contention all the time because he can easily get five receptions a game. It's going to be the, the fucking touchdown or not. Like, that's what's going to make or break him being a tight end one most weeks. Um, Justin Fields and them. And on and the defense. They don't, they don't look any good, huh? Watching that game last night. I, Miami, like, though? Man, I mean, everyone who's hating on Miami for whatever. Oh, Tua and the gang signs and all that, man. Like, Miami is fucking legit. They got one of the best fucking play callers in the game. And uh, probably not fooling with any running backs over there for real. Just and, and yeah, I, For what? For what? Know, right? They don't even need the running back position. <laughs> and like, you know what's crazy, too, is there was one league. I think it was Spencer's league. I ended up with oh. with uh, with Tyreek and um, and Waddle, and I was, I remember I was trying to get to it, and it just it didn't happen. But like you know, what I mean, like because I was like, that's that's an offense. I'll have all three of those motherfuckers. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like, <laughs> I, I wish I started thinking that mindset. I mean, wishes for suckers. If that would be cool if I could go back and like remind myself, hey, maybe you should do that more in, in redraft. Yeah, I don't think I have that stack like at all. I know that there's one. I have a Chase Higgins stack, and ask me how that went week one. Yeah, it didn't go so well. Week one. And Mark, uh, what up, Street Soldiers? He said, I couldn't have been more wrong on DJ Moore and Akers. Well, the thing is about DJ Moore, I mean, I was was on him as well and still on him. But when you go up against Jair Alexander, you might get removed from the entire game. That's what I was telling people yesterday. Like, there was some, like, where it was like, like, I remember I said Romeo Dobbs over DJ Moore. And I was like, I was like, next question. (laughs) I was just like, because it's kind of tough, like, to get too cute like that week one. I mean, I I had a bunch of DJ Moores fuck me as well. You know what I mean? With Romeo Dobbs on my bench. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Because I I had that's those are some of those guys I was championing, especially at Romeo Dub. Like it was a it was a tough decision to be like, okay, fuck you, yeah, I gotta play him. Like I yeah. played him over Van Jefferson and a couple, and it just to diversify. There's some I kept Van in there, yeah. and I should have made the switch everywhere. <laughs> you know what I mean? Because Romeo yeah. Dobbs, man, that's my guy. And now now let me ask you this: There was no Christian Watson there. If when if and when I mean not if and when when Christian Watson comes back. I don't think I don't think he he's not the primary target still. Like I I, I think Dobbs is still going to be this this go to guy because with Christian Watson's big playability, you're going to have to like put, you know you're going to have to bracket him or, or or just double him. Period. You know what I mean? And if you guys were paying attention, you know during the off season when we're given the news on FNT, multiple times it came up that said that Dobbs looks like his favorite target out there. And yeah, there's no Christian Watson, but when Christian Watson comes back, he's going to be getting the brunt of the defense, at least with the top corner, maybe some double coverages here and there. And then Dobbs is going to be the one who's now on the number two cornerback, doing very yeah. similar things of what he did yesterday. I'm assuming. And I, I mean, for what it's worth, too, like, like I don't know, I kind of view things like Romeo Dobbs as low hanging fruit, and the, the way I, the way my perspective is, because as soon as they got, as soon as Rogers was gone for real, I was like, oh, it's, Watson's not going to be that guy, bro. Right. It's going to be tough for him. And even and then, it was still only a five game stretch where he had like a touchdown mm-hmm. in each of those five games or whatever. It was, That's it was super polarizing. Yeah, like, eight touchdowns in five weeks is insane, man. Yeah. And you know what though? One of those touchdowns. Only seven of those eight came from Rodgers because there was a point where like Jay Love came in. Yeah. Remember, they're getting we were in Vegas and they're getting yeah. smashed by uh by Tennessee. 
Yeah. So then they take out Rodgers and in comes Jordan Love. He bombs a big house call to to Christian Watson. And and so I, I and Ken, what's your takeaway on Jordan Love? I have because I have zero Jordan Love outside of um like some best balls. It's more but of like, a takeaway on the Bears. On the like, Bears, huh? Okay, yeah, yeah. Because I don't want to get too overzealous on on him on his week one. Their defensive scheme was whack as fuck. The the secondary, like they were just getting picked apart. I don't know what they were just yeah. could not. They were good on paper. <laughs> yeah, they were not getting pass rush. Like maybe that's what it is. Is like you know you get any kind of decent pass rush, it makes your secondary like a lot better. But yeah, yeah man, that that the first level of each of their like the trenches, both sides, straight trash. And shout out to my man Quay Walker with the late. I did a late swap for the one o'clock games and took Dean out in in uh, the Steamboat League because I was just like you know in that league I let me it's not the scoring isn't as much. Yeah. So I'm like, let me let me switch out a guy who I think is gonna actually just do better on paper. You know what I mean? I didn't think he was gonna get the pick side. The pick six probably saved him. Where's where's all the peeps though? I mean, because I like the energy of like the peeps who are coming around, like you know, every week, like watch this and this, you know, and this and that. But like, where are they at? Like after like the first week, like I want to see. It. I and, and listen, I don't take victory last because this is the beginning of the year. But man, I, I I hope everybody just listened to me about Romeo Dobbs specifically because he was just like even when the news came out with the with the hammy and stuff, it only just made him drop further in drafts and just you know yeah. what I mean. It's mainly Kevin who I want to see come back in here talking all that shit about Watson and Watson looked what like ten times better than Kenny Pickett. <laughs> yeah, and and like hey Kenny Kenny throws a picket. <laughs> Fucking Kenny throws a picket with a small ass hand. You making me mad with a motherfucking Mac Jones on my bench. I, was like, I should just pay motherfucking Mac Jones over him. <laughs> and uh, Nick Tab, he said Kyren Williams and Acre is going to be a 50 50 split. You think? I yeah. think that the Rams are going to be so trash that they're not going to want to like let Acres die. You know what's crazy? I was talking all this shit like, okay, what, you know, outside of Todd Gurley, they don't really throw out their running backs. And then all offseason, they're like, we want Kyron Williams to be our primary pass catching back. And I'm laughing like, oh, well, they don't throw out the running backs. And they were throwing at the motherfucking running backs. Like, okay, I, I will say this. They only have two receptions, though. I'm just saying, though. Yeah. They threw out the running backs. Yeah. They didn't even have nobody, though, too, so you can say that. Like, you know what I mean? And like, what was, yeah, what was a, yeah, what was the past tense? What's the stat lines there? Is there anything that jumps out outside of Puka being like a rookie that showed up? No, that entire game was straight. Kyron Williams. Yeah, the whole game sucked, right? I mean, yeah. DK saved his day with a tug. I mean, Stafford threw it a shit ton. He threw it 38 times, only 24 completions, 334. I mean, shit. I mean, Cam Akers had 22 rushes as opposed to Kyren's 15 and even Kyren's 15 for 52. That's only three and a half yards. You know, their line is yeah. just ass and like they had they i mean and then it's Puka, they ran a shitload of plays okay on the flip side of that well well hold on it's, it's puka nuka and tutu i mean because everyone thought it was going to be fuck and, and we heard a lot of tutu shit in the offseason as well i just didn't believe it but now we actually went out there and saw it puka 10 for 119 tutu six for 119 and that's pretty much all she wrote Everyone who was super stoked about Tyler Higby, three for 49. Van, four for 24. Uh, and he drops a big old fucking 40 yarder, you son of a bitch. Yeah, a fucking asshole. That at least would have made he his. Turned, he turned Diggs around on that, or uh, not Diggs, uh, 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 Woolen. Yeah. He turned Woolen around on that one. He yeah. Gone. I was like, uh, that was right when we got off the show yesterday. 
Yeah, I was pissed. Um, me too, because I'm like, that would have that would have been the house call too. Yeah, I don't even have him playing in too many places. I may have only started him in one place, but for that one place, I was so pissed. And I'm okay <laughs> because at least, I'm going to call that a matchup thing. Yeah, you know what I mean. They stayed. Yeah. They picked apart the the other side of every. You know what I mean? Yeah, and they didn't. Have, um, Seattle didn't have their number one like out there as well. What really my takeaway from Seattle? They're they're not going to be able to stop the run all season. Like I mean, this team has a trash offensive line. And they and they were able to at least run as good as they did, put up as many yards as they did, and like you know, three point five like average. I mean, that's still a shitty first down on four tries, you know, or like on hey, three tries. I mean, I, I that's one of the games I, I want to go back and rewatch again. That's one of the ones I didn't watch because I felt like I watched a good amount of it yesterday. But yeah, I do want to I want to go back and watch that one too because like how many plays in a motherfucking Seattle even run? Like it seems so fucking a lot. Look at that over a thirty rush. Over 30 rush attempts as a team, 38 pass attempts. Like, that's – They weren't like extending drives, like, at all. I mean, Gino, so he scored 26 times, 16 completions, 112 yards. Ken Walker, 12 for 64. I mean, give him the Maybe ball. Five more? <laughs> get him the ball. Yeah, I didn't um, get that. I didn't get that. But, yeah. I mean, it was a game script thing, though. I mean, because you start losing, you know. Yeah. That's really it, but – they still they just couldn't extend plays and like they're going out there and throwing it on first down, big old incompletion, then it's second and ten, and you know they get a little two yard run at that point or whatever, and they, their play calling was just completely fucking off. Um, receiving, I mean DK with the three for forty seven and a tug. I mean he's the only you know bright spot there. Um, Will Disley two for seventeen. Oh my man, Walt Disley. I, I saw him and I was like, why the fuck are they giving him the ball? He's still playing. And um, the creator of 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 Fantasia, <laughs> DJ Dallas, one for fourteen. JSN, three for thirteen. Tyler Lockett, two for ten. Gino missed him and overthrew him like multiple times. I was so pissed. I remember that one. I was like, Russ wouldn't have missed that. <laughs> yeah, like man, like well, that would have been a dope touchdown and fucking just like overthrew him. Like couldn't even drop the dime in the bucket. One one thing I was excited for Gino in the offseason when they added. Jason, I'm like, oh, he might like, and then then I started real, like realizing, like, okay, let's let's hope this that wasn't a complete outlier year. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Cause he, I mean, mm. you know, he had one of the high, he had one of the higher QBR ratings and completion ratings last year. Like, I don't know, man. The, the, I, I guess it is. Divi- I will say it is divisional. They know them well. <laughs> I don't think the Rams are still are tanking for Caleb Williams. They are not tanking like whether they whether they actually get there or not i mean they are not purposely tanking okay <laughs> they tried their darndest yesterday and they just got whooped by a fucking better coach way better coach crazy old pete got out coached yeah i hate i hate them both <laughs> and peacock said lockett had two chances to score tds fuck yeah exactly hella pissed at gino hella pissed at i know gino. let's kill him <laughs> Let's jump him. And uh, Antonio said 40 to 0. God damn, I know Derek and Crispy are happy right now. Yeah, man. I'm sure they are. Every cow- every Cowboys fan who jumped in the chat today, it's our year, baby. <laughs> you know what's crazy about like like okay, like I've been all over the place. You know what I'm saying? I'm I'm because I'm all over the place like space. And that man, it's anywhere I'm at, you see people with, with the cowboy jerseys. Like, you know what I mean? It's not just a Texas thing, obviously. Like and them motherfuckers is out this morning. They out, bro. 
And so I'm like, even just one of my neighbors, he was backing out of his oh. shit this morning. Backing out of his shit, motherfucker got the, the little cowboy shit blasting on his shit. And I'm like, oh, okay. I see his car every day. He didn't have that yesterday. So it's funny because, like, anytime the Cowboys do good, I always think of Stephen A. Smith because I know the Cowboy fans despise Stephen A. Smith. One right. thing that he says that always reigns true is the Cowboys aren't going to screw you in week one and week two. Like, they're going to get your hopes up real nice. But when it means the most is when the Cowboys decide to shit the bed. <laughs> um, you know what's crazy, too, is like, okay, I always got to look at it on both sides. After week one, you would say, that's the best-looking defense right now. And uh, I mean, it looked I, like I a Dan. Be, it looked I like a Dan Quinn defense. Yeah, Dan Quinn's defense was outside of like his run in Atlanta. When he his run in Seattle, man, they're always like top three in takeaways, sacks, Q, QB pressures. You know what I mean? Yeah. But that when he left, when Dan Quinn left Seattle, did that not all go away with him? Yeah. In Seattle, right? Yeah. Hell yeah. Yeah, I mean, even I mean, they couldn't. The Giants couldn't even run. On them like that, I don't I mean, and th they're gonna they're gonna need that defense because they're. How is their line up. so fucking trash? Like it looked like it took like a million steps backwards from last year. Like you figured the rookies would be stepping it up a little I bit more. I mean, I know there's early, early they're sophomores now. They're sophomores now. Yeah, and then there's Andrew Thomas who's like in his fourth season, and like I, I he did get banged up early, and then there because they kept like pulling him in and out of the game. Okay, they're I, like I'm not gonna make any excuses. They look shitty, bro. Yeah. The Giants are tanking for Caleb. <laughs> oh shit! I mean, they, they get out of that Danny Pesos contract next year if they want it. Nobody wants it, man. <laughs> but uh, that's uh, but yeah, yuck, yuck said it right there. He said uh, Caleb said if he doesn't like the team, that's going to get him. He's staying in college. Like, why would he leave? He's going to be on what a fucking premier team in college, getting hella paid. Getting hell pussy in LA, you know, and then where he's gonna go to some like shit ass, you know, place around the country to play on some shitty team. Fuck that. Mm. <laughs> I don't know. You know what's funny is that motherfuckers love money, bro. And if he's already has money coming out of college, it could be for a pure like, okay, where am I gonna go get money? Now I care where I'm gonna get money at. Because a lot of times they'll be like, fuck it. You know what I mean? I'm, I'm going to the dress, I get this money. Yeah. I don't know. When you come from money and you're getting millions of dollars already as like a pre-20 year old and 21. And I mean, I don't even I, how you know who was like that. Josh yeah. Rosen. Ah. Someone, <laughs> someone who came from privileged background, hella rich, like super rich, bro. Like wealthy. Yeah. yeah. And he just, you know, had all the best trainers growing up because he was rich and he played, you know, he played at whatever was a USC or someone yeah. help me out here. And then, you know, even he was like trying to be all picky and choosy. Like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, nah, like, and they're trying to say he's like the next Aaron Rodgers. You remember that shit? <laughs> Fucking preposterous. <laughs> Who's that? Mel Kiper? You dumbass. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it <really> was. Okay. <laughs> and South Sco 650 said, okay, UCLA. Okay. So it was the other LA. Yeah, the other LA. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. You know what I mean? Like, you know, just a super, I mean, and, and he was a Jewish kid too. So, you know what I mean? He probably grew up, I would, I would assume he grew up in LA or New York, wherever, you know. Even in Frisco, it's a trip. I see a rabbi walk like, well, really? We got them out here? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Oh, Sticky. Shout out to Sticky if you're out there in the world. Because he was like, you're from San Jose, right? I'm like, yeah. 
and he's like, my dad's, uh, what do they call it? Like the, the Jewish churches? Is, is it, it a synagogue? I have no idea. I, 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 it's whatever they call it, right? Temple or some whatever it is, right? They had one off off a uh, uh, Aborn, uh, off a of Aborn Road and and King, right? Little fucking little shack, and I lived next to this motherfucker for for like five years stretch. And I never even knew what that was. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, wow, we got Jewish people out here because <laughs> I love you. I'm on record saying Jewish people kind of raised me. Entertainment, everything. You know, you didn't really realize like, oh shit, we're just being raised on all this. Jewish uh, uh power to uh entertainment, you know what I mean? Big draft energy was like Kenny Pickett, yes, he can be uh be a tribe called Pittsburgh. I don't yeah. get the reference because I, I I see that I He's think a tribe called Quetz, yeah. yeah, a tribe called Pittsburgh. I yeah, it's a stretch. But disco, yeah. what what was up with uh with your boy Fields and DJ Moore yesterday, though? Hey, don't disrespect the best stack in the game. <laughs> I'm just saying. And Jay said, week one of fantasy is always like this. It just depends on who you have, but this is why I play in a million leagues because. Uh, so I could have them all. Well, and I did better in, uh, like, if I go through it, like all 120 teams, I know that my record's a winning record from yesterday, but yeah, there's a lot of shit teams that I got Burrow on and Chase and Higgins. Yeah, I got 38 leagues that I got to do things in. I, I tend to not look at any of the best balls at all. Tina said Mozzie's taking triple teams. Well, the only reason Mozzie was probably taking triple teams is because the Giants' fucking line doesn't know what the fuck they're doing. That's the only thing that I can think. <laughs> and because, uh, yeah, they should have <laughs> should have pushed a couple of those guys wider because uh, their tackles just kept getting beat. They're, getting, like, they're slow. They were slow, man. Yeah. And, uh, oh, before we, uh, before we forget, in that Seattle game, Bobby Wagner, 19 total tackles. Murderer. <laughs> Nine of them solos. Come on, be wags. There we go. Hell um, yeah. And uh, what what did Mozzie do yesterday? Did he even show up on the, let's see if he showed up on the stat sheet or if he just showed up in, in like the real life game. Yeah, didn't he get him one? I mean, they got Danny Dumbass like yeah, nine two. times, but two of them had like two of them. He had, he had a solo and an, uh, and an assisted tackle. Oh, okay. Oh, look at him. Yeah, big time, big time. <laughs> but uh, just a public service announcement for everyone. I, I know there's a bunch of people who are like, man, this is why I hate fantasy football. And there's a bunch of people who think like that. This is a long haul, man. This is a 17-week season. And uh, yeah, don't, don't, don't panic. Don't yeah. panic. Yeah, I don't know. I had a great week one. There might be a couple bad beats. There's, there's like, there's a, a shitload of shit that's coming down to tonight, bro. All the Josh Allen's that I'm playing, all the fucking Diggs's, and all the, um, you know, all the Rogers I'm playing against. The couple Rogers that I'm playing. It's all coming down tonight. Yeah, see, look at that chew. He said, <laughs> he said, good game. My team's zero and one. My season's done. <laughs> it's, hey, uh, listen, man, let that motivate you, bro. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? You got to get motivated, bro. This is the long haul. You know what I mean? I see motherfuckers that go, oh, and six and come and get, make it to the dance. You know what I mean? Like, shit. And, Tino, yeah, it, I guess it was one and a half. Well, I mean, it's two total tackles, you know, because that's just the way that they list it. But, yeah, you had one one uh, solo tackle, one assisted Looking tackle. Looking at it from a fantasy perspective, right? You know what I'm yeah. saying? 
And Emil said, uh, fantasy football gives me anxiety, bro. No lie. Gives all of us anxiety. But one thing that I've learned is the more leagues that you get in, the less yeah, you stress get, about a single. You get desensitized one. to it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, Dennis said, uh, fucking Vikings are trailing the damn Lions. Vikings are about to start 0-2, bro. <laughs> They're about to start 0-2 because they, they, the, they got the Eagles on Thursday night. Oh, shit. I mean, you know, at least that's what happened when you get a bad beat. Because I think anyone who loses to a Baker Mayfield-led team, you're going to feel like that 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 bad taste in your mouth. At least you get a chance to wash it out immediately. And it might, <laughs> I mean, you said, I just said it was a chance to. Right? <laughs> hey, there is a chance. You know what, bro? That is a chance. Yeah! It could be a shootout. I mean, shit, look, Mac, McCorkle shot it out with that defense. McCorkle Jones. Yeah, but you know whose defense is nowhere near the stratosphere of the Eagles' defense or the Patriots' defense? It's the Vikings. Vikings legit may have one of the worst defenses in the league. And it's not even because Baker shredded them. It's because look at their personnel that they got out there. It's like Daniil Hunter and Harrison Smith, Byron Murphy. They got one guy at each level, and everyone else is ass. Yeah. I mean, they really like. Are they tanking for Caleb? It's crazy. Are, are they? And then Kirk Cousins. Kirk gonna Cousins is going to have a job. He's Kirk Cousins is going to find himself in demand again, unless they. It won't be for the San Francisco 49ers, though. I think after that showing, I think Brock has already locked in. Oh man, I love the Brock. A franchise San Fran QB. I'm still, <laughs> I'm still being reserved about it though. Steelers are really bad on defense. They are. I mean, they're just, they got a reputation that doesn't supersede them. You know what I mean? Everybody thinks of them and they think defense and Mike T and you know what I mean? But well, he should, uh, he should be able to go out there and handle the Rams like uh, fairly easily. But one thing that we saw, um, oh man, one thing that we saw from the Rams is they ain't out there tanking for nothing. Aaron Donald's going hard. <laughs> It kind of reminds me of what they said about uh, Seattle last year. Remember that? All right, Bogey, I'm going to let you take credit for this one. Nicobe Dean expected to miss multiple weeks with his foot injury. Son of a bitch. How come, you don't let me get credit for all the, the good <laughs> shit that I, get, that I get right? No, 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 no. I, the credit for you. I have all the Dean. I'm talking it's about my, It is my fault. I'm talking about you getting you always taking credit for killing everybody because yeah yeah fun. yeah it's <laughs> only fun when I say it. <laughs> Am I the reaper? So yeah. um, okay, so pretty much the way the Mondays are going to work, we're going to get on just like we did today. We're going to do like thirty minutes to an hour of kind of just like overreaction and taking questions and stuff like that, and then we're going to get into the injury segment, and then we're going to get into the studs and duds. And uh, we're going to go through every position like yeah. super quick on the yeah, and When we do the injury joints, you know, there might be some names that we could highlight. So kind of like to uh, kind of like some foreshadow of, of, of what you want to do in your waiver, your waiver cycle this week, this going into week two. But yeah, let's rock. Let's do it. And Jay said, hey, and this. Oh, no, no, no. It's not a hundred and twenty team league. I have one hundred and twenty teams that I'm managing. That's what I said. And uh, let's see any other questions before we start. And oh, be on the lookout if uh, you're a Patreon member. 
Um, you should get an email from me. I'm going to be work every Monday, at least I'm going to try to get a little schedule going of uh, sending out a newsletter. So like literally like everyone who's a Patreon member, you should have an email in your inbox from me. And it'll be about the week one injury recap. It's literally got all the injuries like right there, the news that we had as of this morning. And Dennis, no, we did not win any money yesterday. We uh we 50% of the parlays we hit, so we we hit two. We yeah, lost the Vikings are fucked off the big one. Yeah, that that's what uh, it was the Vikings, and there was and it was the Vikings and the Patriots, they hit the over, so that fucked our seven legger, those oh, two. Yeah. Yeah, so yeah, I, I did not think that one was gonna shoot out. It was funny because all morning I was like, "Man, we, we need a shootout." They all came in the afternoon. Those two games. And see, and that's what it is, man. Like early games for those West Coasters. Like that's kind of the difference. It's like if you're in that afternoon game, no matter where you're playing, no matter where you came in from, you know, you're kind of on that like one o'clock like yep. schedule still. Like, um, <laughs> what was it? Ten and fourteen road teams got the W yesterday. <laughs> Shit's wild, man. That's or this wild. or week one so far, because you know yeah. they started with started with the Lions, kind of fucking setting setting the tone for for week one. Underdogs on the road. Damn, Tina said I hit two or three. Bengals took my money. <sighs> Fuckers. Uh oh, no. Uncle Buck said the Brock Star. <laughs> I like it. We'll allow it. And Emil said Kirk will go to the Falcons. I, mean, I can see that they got, they got a good line over there. We know that. <laughs> I would love that. Pitts and London and Ritter. They would they would finally come alive. Huh. Get rid Pitts of London. Hey, you know what's crazy? Quick, I just I have some takeaways from that game. Just real, real quick. One, Tyler Azier. Damn, what the fuck? 15 on attempts. Like that was, you know, and that's I didn't think he was gonna go away though. I didn't I'm think he was going to go away, but I thought he was going to be in. And you know what? It was too like a, an even kill, uh, uh, what do they call positive game script for them majority of the time. So, you know what I mean? They're just kind of you know, controlling the pace with Algier on the ground because it was working. But then here's my thing. How does Desmond Ritter have more receptions than Drake London? It's ugly. It's I mean, insane. It, it and, that, and that's why I'm glad, like, no one allowed me to get London. Like, everyone saved me from myself. I have zero London outside of the best balls. Yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? And hopefully you guys don't have any London either because he was one of those guys. I'm, I'm pretty sure. I know on London. Fuck no. <laughs> when they get in when they I trade would. for a quarterback, maybe like fuck. Okay, what if they what if they go one more week and they're like see they won in spite of Ritter too? That's what's crazy. And Super Saiyan Vegan said, How do I subscribe on Patreon? So you go to 420 crew.org. There's uh five dollar tiers all the way up to fifty dollar tiers, and anywhere in between the most popular tiers are the superstar tier and the elite tiers, those are the ten and fifteen dollar tiers. Get up to the $15 or $25 tier, and then you get the bat line where you can actually, like, message me, like, directly instead of just, uh, you know, only getting a hold of me um, when we're on YouTube Live. But, yeah, 420crew.org. Yeah, time out. I think uh, Carolina is going to be a lot better than people <sighs> really think as well. Just because they're so – I mean, they're super solid on defense. I don't even think people know a lot of the defense. <laughs> yeah, they did they and their line is uh, is is pretty legit, and that like. Also, Atlanta didn't really have too much pass rush. Fuck no, yeah. we already knew that that was like their biggest yeah. weakness. Because uh, man, I, I mean, um, let me see. I don't know what Caden Ellis did, but I know uh, Troy Anderson. You know, he threw up like nineteen, so he's like right around a dub. 
white boy Troy. I and, and I think that's just gonna keep going and going. Caden Ellis put up 15, nine yeah. total tackles. So for someone who you pretty much got for free at the end of you know, mm -hmm. and here's the thing job. too. I've been pointing this out all offseason because one of the early things they did was bring over a division rival uh, coach. They brought over uh, they brought over their defensive coordinator assistant from the Saints last year. They brought him over. And you know what I'm saying? One of the first things he did is bring over Caden Ellis. And yeah. he knew they were going to run that 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 four, two, five. You know what I mean? But they got five DBs and sometimes and one of them's a, 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 a linebacker most of the yeah. time. But those two inside linebackers that they run is they always eat in fantasy, bro. And look at we got white boy Troy and, and Kaden Ellis right here. Man, I wish I had more Jesse Bates, but like he is that dude. Like, man, Bengals fucked up because like you could just well, they tell. knew they couldn't pay him, they had to pay these other guys. You know what I mean? Yeah, should have figured out a way, should have figured out a way because that defense they they they, they tagged him. You know what's crazy? They tagged him and he played poorly under the tag. Exactly. Because like yeah. I was just about to say that the last year that he played where he like showed out like he did yesterday was the last year before they tagged him. <laughs> yeah, and then like soon as and, and, and you know, could you imagine this? You, you know, you're actually on a good team. Fucking crispy said, quit tagging me. It's our year. <laughs> <laughs> Man, if you guys be if okay, if as Dennis said Max Hill did have a good game, he did. He did. Hell yeah. I'm just saying though, he put a he no, in our scoring format. He ain't no Jesse Bates yet. Now, that's all I'm saying. He ain't no Jesse Bates yet. He could be in a couple years, but uh I think the battle game. Did Battle get in the mix uh, uh, over Scott, or did he, did they rotate him at all? Over with question, because I didn't even. Uh, yeah, I didn't pay. I didn't look at that. Yeah, because I just I refuse to watch that game, man. I'm mad at the Bengals and all of them. You didn't even play. <laughs> okay, that makes sense. There was there wasn't no noise on him. Uh, uh, it's one thing that 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 annoyed me is I saw him out there like in the second and third quarter in one of those preseason games. I was like, ah, that and he was making work. good plays, but yeah, he, he was, was, but then it was like, ah, come on, like because you know, that's a bad, it's a bad tell, yeah. You know I mean, sure. this shows that you're you're not you're, you're you're lower on the depth chart, and this is what's tough, even if you're a second rounder, you know, depending on who's mm -hmm. there in front of you. I mean, you may have to wait a year, yeah. I'm keeping him in like, that. I still, I still didn't play shit last year, like at all, at all. And uh, the mighty Dax Dylan said T Higgins is gone after that Burrow contract. He said, as a Ravens fan, I'm happy. Yeah. Cause they're going to be loose. I mean, that's going to be one less piece on that offense over there. And then maybe, maybe Zach, maybe Zach Taylor, formal, formerly of the Rams, current head coach of the Bengals. Maybe they trade for Cooper cup. It'd be insane. Crazy. A lot of things, a lot of things change. You know, when, when a, that's one thing when a player has a contract, you wow. bring them in and restructure the fuck out of that shit. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Like, I mean, I can see them moving on to him if they don't get a fucking Higgins. Yeah. I don't know. You know, that's just me thinking crazy. Trying to improve my borough for the future. <laughs> so I don't want him to lose Higgins, man. And yeah. I think Higgins about to go crazy. They're all about to go. Who are they playing next week? Bounce back. They are playing. Bounce back week. Ooh, they're playing the Ravens. Ooh. He shreds the Ravens, bro. I ain't gonna lie to you. Ravens have a weak secondary, and we're gonna be talking about it on the injuries. Uh, they had a big injury in their secondary as well. Yeah, let's get to it. 
Uh, hold on, let me finish this bowl. And uh, we got Dylan. Oh, yeah, yeah, we can do the whole thing. Yeah, yeah. He said up uh, uh, two points, full PPR. Got Diggs and James Cook tonight. Opponent has Dalvin Cook. Safe to say I'm good. I mean, you know, anything can happen. But if you got two players, two starters, as opposed to like a one starter over there. And you yeah. got a, and you're up. And you're up. Yeah, it should be good. I mean, two points. I mean, might as well be, uh, be equal, you know, on that. Oh, yeah. oh, he's up two points. Yeah, so that's it. Oh, yeah. And, JPZ, what up? He said, what up, football fam? He said, happy Monday to all. And he said, ATL, Bijon, baby. <laughs> Let's go. ATL, man. I wonder how many games they do give Desmond Ritter. Like, now, after seeing this first one, it's like, I really think. Heineke, I got- go pick him up if you play in some. Uh- <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Because you know what, too? Here's the thing. I would love for them to make that switch. Because they would. But they have to lose. You know what I'm saying? They, I don't know. they, they won in spite of Ritter. Yes, that's what I'm saying. They gotta <laughs> lose. I'm, I'm just I'm just saying. Yeah. Cause uh I don't even remember. Didn't they pull Marcus Mariota like after a winning game? I mean, I know they weren't like winning for the season at that but point. You know but... what, though? Is that not Belichickian? Because that that was that was uh that was uh Mike Vrabel, you know what I mean? Yeah, who says you have to be on a low point? To I mean, I know that that's like usually what happens, but like if, if Steamboat is watching, he'll vouch for it. You guys can go look this up. The very, very first episode of the Real Fantasy Playmakers is 2019 predictions episode, right? It dropped it right before week one. And when we we're going through the AFC South, I said, Man, don't be surprised if, if we see a switch by like week four, five ish. You know what I'm saying? From, from Tannehill to Mariota, and it ain't going to take an injury. You know what I'm saying? And they fucking did that. I remember, like, you know, in the beginning, you know what I'm saying? Like, you know, we're just knocking hella shit out. I was doing, like, five episodes a week. And then at one point, he goes back and listens to the prediction shit. And he's like, hey, bro, you call that fucking Ryan Tannehill shit. I was like, because Mariota sucks. <laughs> and look at, okay, look at, they had Mariota last year at Atlanta, right? Yeah. yeah. And, like, didn't take it in. It didn't take an injury. And then they switched to Ritter, who was like a poor man's Mariota. <laughs> nah, man. He, Bro, like, do that to him? I, I don't know. Like, I, he's like, nah, man. Is he worse? He might, yeah, I think he is. <laughs> I really he's, think he is. John Ritter's a strange son. <laughs> Three's not a company. He's just like, it's just me. I'm just going to throw it to none of you receivers. <laughs> I'm going to get more receptions than you today, Drake. <laughs> fuck, it. Fuck, you, fuck you, Drake. I hate your music. <laughs> And Super Saiyan said, Cowboys going to the Super Bowl. He said, that's why Uncle Jerry is uh, old, decrepit, uh, got old, decrepit as Lance. He said, San Fran playbook for a fourth round pick. You know, I'll tell you this much. That's diabolical. But see, here's my thing. Lance is a fucking idiot. (laughs) Does Lance even know the playbook? I mean, fucking that guy didn't. Oh, man. But it's very smart, though. Very smart. that. We talked about two two. I mean, we you know we just mentioned them, you know, like real quick. He'll be mentioned on the studs and duds. We're about to get into the injuries uh, first, and then we're gonna break down the studs and duds per position. And yeah, Peacock said it right there. Trey Lance probably doesn't even know the 49ers playbook. He said Lance loses one play from his memory. <laughs> he said for every piece of hair that falls yes. from his head. <laughs> ah, That's why he holds on to all the hair as much as possible. Like, to take it down, bro. No. <laughs> I'll forget everything. <laughs> he just has amnesia, bro. Oh man, so funny. All right. So what we're gonna do, I got the little five-minute countdown here. Um, 
five second, five second countdown. And we're just going to put that in between each segment because it makes it easier for me to find it when I'm doing the editing. <coughs> so you can give us the countdown if you want. But uh, look ahead, we got, I like the digital one. Because yeah. then I'm on, I'm on like a second delay. I'm going to be off. You know what I mean? Yeah. So either way, I'll, yeah. So it'll just be silent for five or six, five or six seconds, and then uh, you know we'll just start. We don't have to do a full what up, what up, or anything. You know, we'll just we'll just casually get into it. Coming in hot. Ah! <laughs> Here we go. All right. Time to talk about the thing that everybody hates most in fantasy football. We got the week one injury report here for you. And this is for all games, uh, minus the Monday night football game. Let's start off with those Baltimore Ravens. J.K. Dobbins. Torn Achilles in the first game. Real rough. He cannot catch a break. He's just done. Yeah, that's why he wanted that contract. He knew it. He knew that this was going to happen. He's very fragile. Yeah. So on the the flip side of that, who's the target? Justice Hill. Justice for all. They put him in more in the red zone than they did Gus Edwards. And Uh, the bus, the bus is still like a guy that they're like being careful with because he was like, yeah, he got bubble wrap all up on him too because he's not coming back super right yet from that ACL either. It's been yeah. like it's been a year removed too. It's kind of crazy. And you know what kind of sucks is I know Lamar didn't look the best, but like one of the things that has plagued the Ravens over the last couple of years is injuries. And they lose their starting running back, you know, just like that before the first half. Uh, in, the, in the first half of the first game. And then Marcus Williams gets ruled out and a, a shoulder injury. And they said they fear that he has a torn pectoral muscle. So he has that. He's automatically going on IR. And there's one of their starting four DBs, just like that. These things are awesome. <laughs> if that's not awesome, how about Ronnie Stanley? <laughs> Knee. Oh, he's always hurt, bro. Come on, already got hurt. And um, and um, Tyler Lindenbaum, he's gonna get an MRI. Uh, that's their center. Mm-hmm. It's, yep. it's they, they drafted him like two. They they jumped up in front of the Cowboys in the draft a couple years ago to grab him. All Cowboys bad. is like cool, man. Good luck. All bad, and I'm sure that Lamar is gonna get blamed for this now for anything that goes on. Like he did fumble the ball, you know, a few times. They were winning, like what, like twenty-five to nine, or like some shit like that. So it didn't even matter at that point. But losing your your, let's say the star running back for them, star running back for them, you might have just lost two of your five pieces. One of the tackles and the center, both very, very important for pass blocking. And then you might have lost. Then you might have lost your top safety over there as well for a couple weeks. Um, what the Ravens do to like just get cursed like this? Um, they've 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 ripped off. You, you want to know what they did for real? Let's hear it. To deserve it? Yeah. Is when that organization was birthed. They fucking took, they took everybody there. Ozzie Newsom took everybody there and took everybody from Belichick and left him yeah. to rot. And the evil emperor cursed them for life. Stephen Drake. They still got two Super Bowls. <laughs> Stephen Drake's in the house. What up? What up? And for anybody who wants to leave any kind of super chats, there's a couple ways that you can do it now. It's 420 Super Chat. 
because YouTube's kind of hating on us, at least until kind uh, of November. <laughs> and uh, there's two there's two separate links that you can pay through that way. And uh, Stephen Drake said, how bad do you think Deontay's hamstring is going to be? Um, we'll jump over to the Pittsburgh Steelers right now. That oh, was hold on. Crazy. One more thing. What's up with my man Jalen Pitchery? Because he got ruled out quick in that game. Well, we'll, we'll get, um, oh, he's on the list down there. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got it separated by team. Okay. Gotcha. So we'll jump over to uh, we'll jump over to the Steel Dogs right now. And yeah, so we don't know the severity of his hamstring, but it didn't look good. And I don't I don't think we can I don't think we should be counting on him to be playing in week two. Here's here, here's here's a positive outlook. If he doesn't get put on the IR, right? Because then that means like you know we could we could sweat this two to maybe four weeks. But if he gets put on the IR, then we're sweating like a for sure four, maybe even longer, like up to six. And you know what I mean? Yeah. Super ugly out there. Um, one of their defensive ends went out. How about Pat Fryermuth, though? Went out, didn't come back. Yeah. Cam Hayward went out and didn't mm-hmm. come back. If Cam Hayward don't play, this just means play your running backs against them even more confident. And you know what's crazy, bro? I mean, my bad for all the Steelers fans that was coming through talking on gang and shit to bogey all week. <laughs> I'm just saying, you know, I, mean, I, I stay realistic. Like we're we're gonna go out there and play real physical, and we beat them up. You know what I mean? Yeah. Look at the injury report. It's <laughs> sad. You got to do it to my my Deontay, bro. Yeah, all bad. Ah. And then let's jump over to Houston. Like Bogey said, Jalen Pitry actually got taken to the local hospital because he had a bruised lung. Yeah, that's crazy. When yeah. you have shit like that, you can't even fly. Yeah. You know what I mean? So yeah. like. If, if that he's a real savage though, if he has to drive to the next away game to play, because you know who you know who that happened to, what's our man, bro? Poyer. Yeah. Uh, not uh, what's his name? Yeah, Poyer, right from the yeah. Bills. Yeah. Yeah, remember he had to drive to that motherfucking playoff game. I think. Yeah, so ridiculous. Yeah, because they're like he wouldn't be gonna be able to fly because of whatever lung, whatever chest lung, whatever he had. You know what I mean? Yep. And uh, let's see, Hassan Ridgeway. So that's their DT. He got ruled out, and then uh, they lost one of their offensive tackles to a shoulder injury. Yeah, uh, and their line was already going into the year, hella banged up. Yeah, George Fan. So that uh, that ain't nothing nice over there. Really, not nothing nice. Let's see. Let's go back to uh, Carolina here. So JC Horn, man, cannot catch a break. This dude just stays hurt. Yeah. Hamstring injury got ruled out pretty early in that game. And uh, yeah, young young cornerback. He was drafted what eighth overall, um, yeah, something like that. He was a first rounder. Yeah, back in twenty twenty one, and just man, always hurt. Yeah, it was, uh, he was on he was along the lines with like the Sertains and the um, who else? What's the other kid from uh, from the Chargers? They were like the top three that year. Yeah, Sante. Yeah, Samuel. Yeah. And how about for the Bears, Kyler um, Kyler Gordon? He went out. Somewhat early in that yeah, game, real quick. <laughs> yeah, hand injury. So that kind. Of, I mean, that just sucks. You can't be a DB and like have hand injuries out there. Hey, you, hey, you might have a club on. Yeah, but you think you think so? You ever we ever seen a cornerback rock the club? <laughs> I've seen a cornerback have one hand. <laughs> That's happened. That's true. <laughs> I guess you don't need. Shout to Shaq Griffin. Is that his name, or is it Shaquem? Yeah. Was one of them. I think I think it's Shaq Griffin. It was the yeah. two because they were twins. Yeah, that's true. Having two hands is a luxury at the cornerback position. Yeah, I mean, right. you got you got to have both of them. But you know, I've seen I've seen I've seen it though. I've seen it. 
All right. How about with the Cleveland Browns? They lost one of their offensive tackles, Jack Conklin. He got carted off the field. That's bad, man. And, uh, they're fearing a significant knee injury. That's really bad because, like, you know how many big runs we see on that right side from Nick Chubb the past like three. I remember how when when they lost Derek when when uh when he when Jack Conklin left uh Tennessee. I remember that year I was making a case like ah, I don't, I'm gonna curve Henry. You know what I mean? Like and that was wrong because still Derrick Henry, but man, he went over there. I was I was bigging up Chubb. I was like, well, I'd take Henry in the first round, I'll take Chubb in the second. Like that was like my thing right. that year in 2020. Right. And then boom, you know what I mean? But then Chubb dies. But oh, still man. So I didn't even see this. I got the new I guess the news came out uh since I got made all these notes. He said Conklin has an ACL and mm. an MCL tear. Mm. <sighs> Done. Damn. Done. Damn. Yeah. It. Yeah, that sucks. We don't want to see, especially like, I mean, we don't care about offensive linemen, you know, like we're never really cheering for them, but we don't want to see them get hurt. Like that just makes it worse for whoever we got on those offenses. Uh, mm. Yeah. And oh man, Derek, he said it right now. Nicobe Dean hurts and I'm back in my car listening now. Yeah. And we just got the news that it's probably going to be a multiple week injury. Now let's see if they put him on IR. Uh, sucks. It's a foot injury too. Yeah, he, what's crazy is too is because like remember he had the ankle a couple weeks ago. Yeah, or maybe like a month ago he had an ankle and that was like a two week thing. And like I mean, if it's a foot, as long as it's not no Liz Frank or nothing like that, well, we're all right. It just sucks because man, like what if like someone outshines him and he had you know what I mean? Yeah, and uh, now I mean, and I don't think anyone's really outshining him. Like they had really like he Poor. did the best. Like still out of everybody, like yeah. other than Reed Blankenship on the defense, but it's going to be a guy like Zach Cunningham, you know, who's just probably mm-hmm. getting more play. Yep, you know, season bet. Yeah. It's a good pickup actually. Yeah. I mean, I don't know if I want him for fantasy though. It's like a, I got some things. I mean, yeah, we, play, we play in a lot of uh, full IDPs, right? Like full, that's what I call it. Full, like a full IDP. Yeah. You know I mean, yeah. So guys come interesting. Let's jump over to the Broncos. So Caden Stearns, that's their safety over there. So he went out, didn't return. He got carted off the field. And then um Greg Dulcich, And then Greg Dulcich. He left and uh, did not come back either. Leg injury. We'll get into more specifics on FNT. Mm-hmm. Uh, make sure you guys are here every weekday, one o'clock West Coast time, four Eastern. Bong. Man, the Green Bay Packers, they were doing so good, and Aaron Jones was kicking so much ass, and he gets a fucking hamstring injury. And then Quay Walker, man, gets the fucking INT, the dope-ass run back for the TD, but ends up uh, being on the wrong side of a bad hit a little bit later, and he's being evaluated. He, the concussion, concussion. You know, protocol for him, so... He got, a, he got a little bit of the dizzies, you know what I mean? He'll be all right. What a fucking game for that kid, though. Like, man, what a fucking game. Love that kid. <laughs> and Devo, uh, when we talked about the hand injury earlier, where he's like, well, we ain't never seen someone play without a foot. Like, let's see, is N'Kobe Dean going to be one of the first? I mean, you know, it got to be one. It, it would have to be, I would assume, someone on the Raiders – and more specifically, someone on the Buccaneers, because then it'd be like it'd be like tight, right? Like a fucking pirate, with a peg on there. Yeah, yeah. And um, let me see for the Colts, Anthony Richardson. I mean, nothing's really gonna come from it. Like he should be good to go. Um, 
But man, like with one minute left, like in the game, down 10 and like all that, get him out there and getting him hurt. Not, well, what, uh, was, not what, what is what, what was uh, what are they saying his injury is? So, I, I mean, they didn't even say like him having an injury. He just got popped so hard that they took him out of the game. Oh, yeah. It's <laughs> a big dude, bro. Yeah, for sure. But he still got smashed like that to where he needed to get yeah, taken right. out of the game. He probably, I mean, it's probably getting the wind knocked out of him or something like that. You know, it's one of those ones like those welcome to the NFL hits. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, oh, shit. See, <laughs> yeah, look at that. Like college. Austin said, overreaction Monday. Here I come. I'm selling Chase and Burrow for Michael Thomas. <laughs> Am I in a league with you? <laughs> I'm just checking. And Stephen Drakes, he said, I lost Pitry. Should I pick up Elliot or Holland from Miami if not any sleepers? Not Elliot. He's the backup. You want yeah, Holland? I, I would, I would oh, look at like, oh. a, uh, like a Grant Delpit, a Dax Hill. And this is no particular order. Uh, maybe a Reed Blankenship. Yeah. You know, um, I mean, we're, we're going to have all those all those guys nice, nice and snug for you tomorrow morning. Yeah, and we're going to be talking about the studs and duds here and uh, IDP studs and duds as well in uh, the next couple segments here, or a few segments down the road. And how about for the Jacksonville Jaguars, Gregory Jr., one of their cornerbacks going down. Oh, man, their guard, Brandon Sharif. Ah, that's a big one right there, bro. Ankle injury. So uh, all these, you know, we'll be monitoring – um, you know, the very first news that we get like about this, but yeah, man, I was already worried about Trevor's line and then, man, then you lose one of your pieces week one. We'll see what happens. Ankle injury, maybe just needs a hell of a lot of tape and he'll be out there. Who knows? But we'll be watching. And okay. Fuck dude. So Jacoby Myers, Babylonia has a first name, seemed to be like the favorite, uh, end zone, red zone target for Jimmy G. Man, I can't remember who actually made the hit on him, but man, what a dirty fucking hit in like the third or fourth quarter or whatever. Jacoby, he definitely got concussed out there. Like they showed him. I wish they would stop showing the guy's faces like after they get a concussion. He looked all cross-eyed. Yeah, and shit. But you know what, too, though? It's like, I mean, uh, like why do they show that, man? Yeah, it's, it didn't look good. He, he definitely got for the sport. <laughs> for sure. Like, you know, we're not watching it live, live, live. There's someone that could be like in the, you know, the, when they're in the, the command room or whatever, all the screen. Yeah, switch to a different angle. Yeah, you know what I mean? Let's, let's, yeah, I don't get it. It's like those guys want to have that angle there. The but drama, yeah, right? so we'll, we'll see what happens with him on, the, I mean, going into concussion. I mean, because he definitely got concussed, you know, so. Um. Uh, Trayvon Morig, that's their safety over there, left the game, did not return. Uh, let's, but I'll tell you that dude, uh, Nate Hobbs, he's just such a beast out there. Uh, let's see. Oh, I, I totally forgot about this. So the Vikings center, Garrett Bradbury, back injury. So he got ruled out and never came back. Mm, that's all bad, too, because, like, they, you know what I mean? Shit. Yeah. That line's already bad. Yeah. Uh, the Saints lost uh, a defensive end, Peyton Turner, and they believe that he suffered a turf toe injury. Not really. Not uh, Peyton Turner. Not IDP relevant for us or anything. Yeah. And let's see. Um, okay. I, I mean, here was, some here was some stuff that really hurt for the Seahawks. I mean, first, um, Lockett 
got a value getting evaluated for a concussion. I mean, I'm pretty sure I, I think he came back. Um, I think he came back and cleared that concussion protocol, but it was the, the offensive tackles. Like they lost both of their, I mean, they lost two offensive tackles in there. Um, Abraham Lucas and Charles cross Lucas had a knee injury cross had a toe injury. And those guys were breakouts last year for them too. Yeah. So losing two guys like that, um, doesn't really help your pass game. You know, your, your pass, uh, um, help defend that pass rush too well. That's for sure. And then the last guy that we got here on the Bucks, I don't even know how to pronounce his name. Is it Kalijah? Kalijah Kansi, uh, defensive lineman for the Bucks. Uh, calf injury got ruled out. Never came back. Mm. So that is the waiver wire wrap up. And no, no, injury, injury, injury. That is our week one injury report. Hey, we're, we're in mid season form, but we're <laughs> as in by mid season form, I mean high as a motherfucker. Oh, yeah. So, we'll uh, right after this, we'll answer a few questions and then uh, we will jump into the studs and duds. I'm trying to roll. I mean, I'm trying to stuff this motherfucking goddamn cone, and the fucking thing just keeps sticking to my fingers. I'm like, it's fucking, it's fucking annoying. All right, so let's get back to a little little Q and A over here. What we got? What we got? Let's see. My favorite. Um, let's see. Ta and Super Saiyan said I was expecting a commercial like that. Whopper, Whopper Junior, <laughs> Whopper. <laughs> Hey, them Whopper songs be hitting. Whopper, Whopper, something Whopper. That should be stuck in my head. <laughs> then all of a sudden, I just, I don't even realize I'm in the Burger King drive-thru. I'm like, oh, shit, that shit worked. Uh-oh. And Marty, like, what do you, they're like, what do you want? I, I guess a Whopper. I'm like, and Marty, he said, Eagle signed Rashawn Evans due to Nicobe's injury. Did they really? I, I, man. Did they really? Pick up. Are you saying that they will? It's a good pickup, but I don't think he gets plugged in immediately, though. But yeah, that's a great, that's a great like for if he's flowing around. I, I definitely cut up a bunch of Rashad Evans when I had to clear space. Yeah. On fucking those the deep dynasties. Yeah. Yeah. Let's we'll see what happens. And um, let's see. Oh, um, Marty said I think it was Justin Simmons. Yeah, it was Justin Simmons that got hurt. What an asshole. No, no, not oh, that yeah, guy hurt that, that hit uh, Jacoby. Oh, no, yeah, you're right. It was the other safety that hurt for the Broncos. Hey, you yeah. know what? Fuck Justin. Yeah, what an asshole, man. Is, hold on. It was Justin. Dobbins' career is over. It's such a shame. Wait, who hit Nicobe Dean? No, not Nicobe Dean. Oh, okay. Jacoby Myers. Oh, yeah. When he got when he got concussed, got yeah. smacked on like the late hit. He's like already on the ground. Did, and did you hear? Did you hear something that what you called it said yesterday? Collinsworth. They're like he was like oh he's like he, yeah he's like that's kind of a late hit and he's like I, I'm sure the league's gonna send him an envelope. I didn't get what that meant. I was like 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 what do you mean like fine yeah fine no like to, no to the, the person that was that got hit. Like what, like some hush money or something? Like, yeah, it was it was a weird comment. And Peacock said, "Just make the NFL like the MMA. Dude gets knocked out, the ref should jump in and call it." So the other guy puts him out, get his hand raised, whole whole KO'd <laughs> guy out three games. Where can I can I apply for that job? 
<laughs> Peacock said, going to Burger King in 40 minutes. It's been decided. It is decided. <laughs> hey, listen, I when I go right, I get the Whopper with bacon and jalapeno and I add jalapenos. So and I like it when they have like the Baja one because it already has all that in there. I'm like, cool, yeah, just give me that one. You don't have to pay the extra fucking. What the fuck? Money. Super Sand Vegan said last year when Damar Hamlin went down and it cut to a commercial, it was like that one. What the fuck? Whopper, 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 whopper. And the motherfucking <laughs> their onion rings over there. Smack if you're an onion ring person. Love their onion rings. I'm a fast food fucking nut, though. Life on the road. For the longest. Fast food joints and diners. Those are my shit. It's all the bad food that you don't want to eat. <laughs> Waffle houses, too. If all of, and then you feel more comfortable when you're in a place and like, oh, there's a Waffle House. Because, you know, it's like, Oh, thanks, One Nation. He said it was Kareem Jackson who hit Myers. Oh, the, the wily old vet. Yeah. Yeah, we're putting an end to this. No more two, yeah, two touchdowns already. It's funny because uh, with uh, Noble, he uh, he likes Burger King. And uh, I think it's just because he saw, like, you know, the Miles Morales or the Spider-Man, you know, where yep. they, they had the theme shit. And, like, that, yep. like, literally made him a fan. He's like, man, I want to go back and get the Miles Morales crown. Like, they don't have that shit anymore, man. <laughs> Was, he was like, you don't want to get a Spider-Man Whopper? He's like, what if you turn into Spider-Man? It's like, hey, I don't want to. Hey, listen, if I was a kid and that's how I, that's how my that was my belief system, I would want to eat there all the time in the hopes that it will turn me into Spider-Man somehow. Nobles asked, he was like, where can we find one of these radioactive spiders? He's like, I want to turn into Spider-Man. I got the plug. <laughs> I know a guy, man. And uh, damn seven said Puka or Romeo Dub short term and long term. Man, bro, I try me shit. Probably Romeo. It'd probably be Romeo because it's like we could get to a point where, like, like okay, I'm still gonna say it. The Rams and the Seahawks looked really bad. That was one of those games. Just like how I know the Cowboys look phenomenal, but it's also man, damn, the, the Giants really sucked. You know what I'm saying? So a combination of the two is not good. You know what I'm saying? That's not the case for the Rams, in my point, in my opinion, man. The Rams look just they just were, were the better team out of the out of the two bad teams. <laughs> yeah. And what my point is when they could shut down Stafford, and then we got to deal with whatever backup and like you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Well, Dang it, Austin said I sat IU for Dotson. I suck. Hey, it's only one week. Get back at it. And Peacock said, Hear me out, guys. Rodeo burger. This dollar menu. Yep. And I used to in it already. <laughs> and you know what's a bitch out in Cali? It's like $2 now. I remember it was a dollar like something, like not, not even 10 years ago. You know what I'm saying? Inflation. Listen, and they have the onion rings in it. That's like the cheat code. Like, so we got a Carl's Jr. out here in East Coast to call Hardee's. And they got a Western bacon cheeseburger. And that's like, that's like the cheap version of it, bro. Just go to Burger King, get some rodeo burgers, bro. That's yeah. just smack. Fearless said Cowboys defense went big for some people last night. Said some people got 50 points, some got 70. I'm curious about in Dennis's like crazy ass league with all that. Probably scored like more than like the entire person's other team combined or like all the offense combined. And uh, Super Saiyan said, Would you all trade Brees Hall for Zay Flowers? I got D. Henry and James Connor. Oh, I would be getting yeah. sick. Yeah, why not? Why don't we just wait and see what uh, Brees Hall does, <laughs> like week one? I mean, it might be, unless you fear 
that you don't want to see what you're going to see and because the world is going to see it. Yeah. Like, say he looks bad, then it's going to take your trade value away. I might put it out there right now. Austin said we're going to accept it right now. Austin said we're doing Monday Night Miracles tonight. Of course, man. But we don't do, we save that for the Monday pre show. Yeah. Hell yeah. And uh, Peacock said, I cut Slay this offseason. He had 70 yards, pick six. He said, don't beat yourself up, Austin. Yeah. And Antonio, man, with his drunken trade, he said, I, I drunk traded Ayuk. Uh, 2023 first and a second for Cook last year. I mean, it, I mean, last but see this time. I remember when he made that trade. That was before. That was when it was the Jimmy G slash Trey Lance. You know, what I mean, before even the Brock came in there and yeah, someone who actually can throw anticipated throws and just you know, what I mean, yeah. I, I think he's better than Jim. Okay, let me ask you that. I know, I know it's a bad. The Steelers defense is not not the greatest at all. But like, just I know you never really thought the Brock is like more more than a facilitator. Like, you know what I mean? Like, what what, what was your takeaway on Brock? The well, um, that he's not really gonna that he's not gonna throw a lot of uh, interceptions. Like that's I mean I was saying that even like in, his pre- in the preseason, like when he uh, his limited work. Yeah, yeah, he's just making super super smart plays with the ball, and he's this is kind of who I thought he was. I mean, a two hundred yard guy, two mm-hmm. touchdowns, but no interceptions, no rushing yards. So he'll be like a really solid like QB two, yeah. and like probably yeah, like exactly what the 49ers need. Yeah, I mean like. What, like uh, a Jimmy, uh, the good Jimmy year was like you know a couple cunt hairs under a uh, under a fourth thou wow and like twenty five tugs, ten picks, something like that. I think he had like yeah. twenty twenty seven tugs, something like that. Yeah, and I was putting Brock around like twenty five, twenty six. You know what I mean? So he's pacing. Yeah, what did we say? Because I swear you said like something like thirty five hundred. I said like maybe like three thousand to thirty two hundred. Yeah, for the Brock. I mean, you know, two hundred for like thirty four hundred right now. Yeah, let's see what two twenty times seventeen would be. And he's pacing for thirty four passing times. Let's fucking go. Pacing for thirty seven hundred right now. So right now, pacing for what? Bo- higher than what both of us said on. Yeah, him. but you know, because because we think realistically, you know what I mean. Like I don't even think that's realistic because there might be some games where like, but hey, maybe there's some shootouts on there too. I mean, that'll compensate for like for not having the average of two hundred. But I mean, like, yeah, this is, you know, it's it's um it's it's the weaponry that he has that's gonna get him big games. You know what I mean? Yeah, IU Debo and fucking Kittle, Kittle, CMC, like man. I mean, wasn't was that was oh that was a rush. It was a rush, but yeah. yeah next time, I mean, just, you, I mean, you could hit a screen or a little fucking, and you know, a little little dump off, maybe even have a wheel route. Like, it yeah, doesn't matter. Next but time all the short, just, short games there. See, next time, just hit CMC, turn that into a play action, give the little dump off, and you get the sixty yards. And then it's like, then he almost goes for three hundred right there, and then it seems like an amazing game, you know, for him, <laughs> right? Because on the flip side, people that see look at look at how people view Anthony Richardson, right? They're like, bruh. And like, yeah, even though that big play was made by, by Pittman, you know right. what I mean? Yeah. Like it was it was a screen and he did all of it. You know what well, I'm saying? That's why you gotta watch the games. Cause what was our big takeaway from that Justin Fields, you know, Herbert, DJ Moore preseason game? Everyone was losing their shit. And we were like, come on, guys, it's two screen passes. DJ Moore did all the work on one. Khalil Herbert did all the work on the and other. They were both bad passes, too. If you go back and look at it, like one of DJ Moore had to like really like he had to like go back and kind of get it, slow down, and then he turned up. Jets, you know what I mean? 
And Austin said, are the Jets going to, I mean, are the Bengals going to be okay? Yes, for sure. Like, man, don't forget. Burrow for fantasy, hell yeah. He was hurt in the preseason, okay? He didn't play any in the preseason. He got hurt like week one of the preseason, so he wasn't even practicing with everybody that much. He'll be all right. Like, the more, the more did, did Jamar Chase on. know something we didn't know? He, <laughs> Jamar Chase knew it? Hey, he was like, I don't even want to play for his five weeks, bro. He I said, hold, tell you He said, hold him <laughs> out till week five. Just uh, play it safe. Peace uh, out, Antonio. We'll get you on FNT. Peace out, birthday twin. And Tino said, to be fair, Ayuk did it all for Purdy. Exactly. Like I said, though, it's because of the weaponry. He's going to have those big games. You know what I'm saying? I mean, it's not like Ayuk was it's wide yak, open. It's a yak system. Yeah, yeah but it's yeah. not like Ayuk was wide open for those touchdowns. Like, Purdy put it in the right spots. It was Purdy. On, those, it? on the touchdown passes. It was sure. Purdy, wasn't it? <laughs> it was actually ugly, but uh, but Ayuk. Uh, no, no, no. I didn't say it was pretty. I said it was pretty. Yeah, right? I know. That's what I'm saying. It was ugly. Yeah, it's, it's a new thing now. Like <laughs> I, I, I just like I can. I was able to uh, uh, group up everything that some, everyone would say about Jimmy for years. I just say, oh, we went ugly. We handsome Jimmy, and no one can ever say anything. Like, yeah, that's true. You know what I mean? See, hey, listen, it's party. And Super Saiyan, we went party. He said, bro, Chiefs lost to the. Uh, Chiefs lost to the Colts last year. Everyone lost their shit. Yeah, that wasn't in week one, but yeah, exactly. Like that's what I, that was one of the examples that I gave. Um, I don't know why teams go into Indianapolis and just lose, but like they do for whatever reason. They beat uh they beat they they beat the Chiefs with uh with Matt Eberflus as their DC a couple years ago. Yeah, uh, twenty nineteen. That was it. Was like the week before, like they blew out the the uh the blew, he blew out his knee. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, they went in there and beat. They they went in there and lost. Um, there's a here's a, here's a, here's another thing too. Last year too, remember the Chiefs? They had like a bad October. It was like the oh my god, it's the first October that uh, he went under five hundred. Yeah, they, look what they saying last Thursday. It was the first time ever Patrick Mahomes has lost in a home opener. How many home openers he's played? No, no, no. They said it's the first time that he lost on week one in his entire career. Oh yeah, not yeah, but it's home opener week one. Yeah. No, oh, I said that wrong. I said that wrong. Yeah, it was, but it was a home opener, though. Yeah, it no. was week one. Yes, but yeah. first time he ever lost week one. How many yeah. week ones has he played? Uh, this was his sixth. So he played. Okay, so, so he's one so five. Oh my god, shocking! Five, he's five and one. Oh man, oh, on a week there's, one. There's going to be a changing oh, of no. the cards now. What, what does that have to do with my week two? <laughs> Nothing. And uh, Juggernaut in the house. What? what? <laughs> I need like an earthquake button or something. Just, everything just starts shaking. <laughs> hey, hey, our man Clark in the house. He said, good morning, gents. And he said, week, uh-huh. week one thing, watch. Penny is not a thing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Give him a uh, game. That's for sure. We knew it. We didn't know that he was going to be a healthy scratch, but as soon as it said that Penny was going to be a healthy scratch, I laughed so hard. I knew Clark was going to come out of somewhere, and he ta- he he uh, he tweeted uh, he tweeted like retweeted the inactive thing from the Eagles, and was like, "All right, hustler, week one, Penny, not a thing." Oh <laughs> yeah, and I like it because see, if it continues, then he'll hit us with the Penny. Still not a thing. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Because people actually thought that he was about to be a thing over there with the Eagles. I mean, healthy scratches is, is um 
Just also just means that he'll never play special teams. He'll never, you know what I mean? He's like a yeah. one trick pony. You know what I mean? He is only, they only brought him there because their running backs always seem to get hurt. And if they do, now he's got someone. But if you bring him out there to the game, whether he plays or not, he could trip on the sideline and tear his ACL or something. You got to save him. For <laughs> All right. Let's see. Any other questions? And then we're going to jump into the studs and duds, and we're going to start with the QBs, and we'll go position by position. Yeah. And he said, I remember in grade school, everything at Taco Bell was 59 79 99 cents. Hell yeah. Six-pack yeah. tacos was like two ninety nine. He said, I was allowed to bring uh, bring them into the ballpark. I think you can still I think you can still bring food. Yeah, just like it's just not drinks. Yeah. Uh what is it called? Um, yeah, we man, me and the homies we used to like not we used to save our lunch money and then go to McDonald's after school, right? Because it was like uh, I think it was like 27 cents for a cheeseburger, like yeah. 16 cents for the regular burger. So you yeah. just buy like as many cheeseburgers as possible, then you go to the little the little 25 cent soda machine, like the little the little uh Sierra. Yeah. <laughs> oh no, Shasta is it Shasta or is it Sierra? Yeah, Shasta. I mean, there's multiple. Yeah. Yeah. There's both. They have both of those. Both of those are a thing. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And you get the little fucking. I uh, get like the. It's all the generic shit. They have like the grape or like the cream soda too. Yeah. It would just say like cola, right? Because <laughs> we, we were very economical as children. Then uh, Tomas said, like, "What's a healthy scratch mean?" So that means when a player is not injured. But they still don't they have them play. on the active roster for that game. Yeah. So it's like if ever all the running backs died, they couldn't be like Penny, get in here. Like he's because he's a healthy scratch. Not even so. suited. Yeah, not even suited. Yeah, not even suited. yeah exactly. And uh, uh, Peacock said Sierra missed is uh, is starry now. What? Word. You know what's crazy is like, like uh, I never really fucked with Walmart like that because we're always like Target folks, but we got a Walmart like right next to us. So like, and Walmart got like all the sodas, bro. Like they have fucking like squirt, but there's like fucking like eight different kinds. I'm like, word. Dang it, chaotic said I had foster parents that would buy fifty nine cent cheeseburgers at McDonald's, freeze them, and then make us eat them. Damn, that's that's up. awesome. Why did I have to leave the house like a nuke went in the microwave as a kid? I mean, it's not the same, but yeah. See, look, chaotic said frozen ketchup. Yeah, see, exactly. Like, no, like, because I'm sure they didn't even like make them plain. Like, you got to make them plain to be able to do some shit like that. Because, like, yeah, like, oh man, the fucking. I mean, just go buy a burger, right? <laughs> like, we have this big old jug of change right now, and we're gonna we're gonna get like a year's worth of burgers. You know what I'm saying? And Tomas said, "Gracias por la info." Shout out to Panama. Yeah, Panama, stand up. All right. Now, let me see. One, two, three, four. 27 cent, though, bro. That shit was crazy. Yeah. I mean, shit, when I worked at McDonald's in, like, 2002, they uh, they brought that shit back. Oh, word? Yeah. It was, like, 29 cent cheeseburgers and 39 cent, uh, or 29 cent hamburgers and 39 cent cheeseburgers. Even in the it would only be one day a week. It was like Wednesdays was one, and then like Sunday was the other. So. It was like it was Jack in a Box, bro. I swear to God, everyone's at first and, and like Wendy's because they they started killing the game in the early 2000s with the 99 cent menus, right? But remember before that, it was like you go to like McDonald's. Remember the uh, the McDouble? They had the Eddie yeah. the Echo. Yeah, right. But it was like an 89 cent McDouble. 
I mean, I remember this one Peacock was talking about. He said 89 cent Big Mac when I was in high school. Like, that's what's crazy is like, yeah, bro. it used to be under a dollar. And it was and bigger, was, bro. And that was like when Whoppers were a dollar, like, yeah. as well, like just a dollar. Remember when Burger King came out with ta- the, the two tacos for 99 cents, but theirs were like bigger? Didn't fucking yeah, I never, yeah, I never fucked with the Burger King tacos. It was like, it was Jack, it all, it was Jack in the Box or Bust on the tacos. Jack in the Box tacos are the goat. I ain't gonna lie. Yeah, like, drunk. Big Mac Wednesday. See, that's what it was. Yeah, they had it like one day out of the week. Mm. Where it was like that. And it was always to, yeah. That that was when everybody Big all was the crazy. changed, started doing like, some kind of day and now it's like the dispensaries with all the daily deals yeah. but back then it was all the fast foods doing all the daily yeah, deals. you got the apps now and they just tell you they let you know like, yeah yeah it was funny because like i mean like if you go to any fast food you better be using yeah. that because they give you so much free shit for like using those like apps. we love popeyes bro for, for the longest like popeyes or like you know what i'm saying like mm-hmm. the only reason i started yeah but then i then you know like we had Jollibee's too. That's the goat to me. I mean, and and, and or crispy crunchy. You know what I'm saying, but like we we fuck with Popeyes because it was like right next to my old crib. And like, man, if you don't order on the app, bro, you're about to spend like double for real. You know what I mean? Yeah. Oh man, Peacock said the the McGangbang is real. And what's yeah. that? That's the that's the, the chicken, right? Chicken the and chicken patty. And then it's the Big Mac, but it's one's a chicken patty, and then it has the fucking the Big Mac. I mean, the regular beef patty, and then you put yakin on it. Yeah. Savage. Yeah, the Mick Gangbang. It's also been referred to as uh the uh the the uh the menage the menage or the three way or something, whatever the fuck they call it. Man, I had, claw, yeah. I had the monster <laughs> mac, so that's one of the things on their secret menu. It's a big mac with eight patties. Like I ate it, I died, I fell asleep, and then I woke back up like five hours later. You <laughs> sweating fucking Thousand Island and shit. <laughs> I smell like Big Macs in here. Hey, but no, but, but how do you eat that shit, man? Like, I mean, shit. It was like I mean, literally like you're, you're attacking like different portions of it because like there is no fitting that entire thing like in your mouth. Like it was pause. like literally like pause. <laughs> <laughs> we have to pause. I was like, big, I, big, I know big, where this is going. Big, big, big pause <laughs> on that one. But yeah, it's it's ridiculous because it's so fucking huge. And pause. Uh, pause. <laughs> the Big Mac. The Big Mac's so huge. <laughs> My man. It's, it's funny. But that's what we were going on the, the secret menu, like the fast food secret menu, you know, just like learning about all these. Cause now more more people started to share it all over, like, you know, just different places on the internet where you could just find all the different secret menus and shit. You know, it was the dopest thing. I forget what the fuck it was called, but it's a McFlurry with um, with the apple pie, like in the McFlurry. Ooh. That shit is It's fire. like a McFlurry. It's like an apple pie a la mode flurry. Yeah. Fire. <laughs> I'm not mad at that. And you know what? When when them when them apple pies is fresh, bro, crack. And you know, you eat that shit. Burn the chest. Burn the fucking time. I can't, but I can't stop. So good. Fresh. Oh man, fucking! Motherfucker be hot as a bitch, huh? You take that motherfucking squirt in your mouth, pause. Just, oh, <laughs> burn the shit out of your gums, roof of your mouth. Oh man, look at that, Devo. So when I worked at McDonald's in '93, Big Mac meal was two ninety nine, and Clark said the two cheeseburger meal three twenty four. Yeah, that was back when like all the meals were just like two ninety nine, pretty yeah, much every that, single one. That was my that was my, that was my go to, right? I get the two cheeseburger meal and a twenty piece nuggets. I, I had like a phase of that for like that was my high school shit. Yeah, you know what I'm saying, and I'll get the um the cheeseburgers 
I'd add bacon and fucking um and have them add uh the Big Mac sauce on. The, I mean, get a side of it. You know what I mean? <laughs> McDonald's bacon oh, sure. is not that good though. It's not. It's like fake bacon in the microwave. But listen, I'm putting bacon on everything, bro. Should I bring? Should I bring my own bacon? <laughs> Here, put this bacon on it back there. <laughs> a lot of bacon. You guys any Monday Night Miracles? We're gonna be talking about Monday Night Miracles in the pregame show yeah. for a Monday Night Football. Yeah, because I, have, I gotta go overview my shit too and be like, yeah. okay, this is where I need the miracles, right? Yeah, here. I don't even know what miracles I need. I'm sure I'm I need sure, sure I need a bunch of them. Yeah, we always need them. We always. Yeah, I, I look for the miracles. <laughs> And Peacock said, I ate it so much in high school that I never eat it now. Yeah, chaotic. Can't get a fast food meal for under $10. I mean, shit with the Hell tax. No. I mean, it seems like every single meal comes to $10. Some kid's meal or something. I ha- I made it a thing for a while there, like in, in, in our thread, where I would just take pictures of the receipts, the yeah. different joints. Because it's like, in a week, I spend like 400 bucks if we're not cooking. Easily. <laughs> Because I got there's six of us, you know yeah. what I mean? I mean, shit's almost a hundred dollars a shot each and, time, and right? Pretty much, well, not a hundred, but it'd be like 70, 80 dollar shots, you know, yeah. five days a week. You know what I'm saying? If I and you know, I'm like, fuck, we gotta go grocery, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, we gotta put it into this because it can go and go, you know what I mean? Chaotic said, I like McDonald's, like McDonald's be a 50 spot, bro. Chaotic said, I like the sliders at Arby's. It's crazy because when I was in junior high and in high school, we could actually get Arby's at high yeah, school. at your high school, yeah. That's fucking awesome. Yeah, that was super cool. We had we had the burgers that came in like the little like silver like outside, but it's like paper in the inside. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, not that good. <laughs> and uh, Peacock said no. Not sir. Arby's for sure. And Peacock said no surf and turf chaotic because chaotic said I don't like mixing my animals. And she said, no, I don't like that either. Just give me one big ribeye. Fat blood and all. <laughs> Ooh, I love it. See, that's why she's my fantasy wife, bro. Because I'm, I'm red by is the best steak known to man, bar none. Okay, awesome. look at this. How about this? Um, Wendy's low key. They, you know, when, when, for all you Catholics out there, when Lent season comes around, right, all the joints come out with fucking fish sandwiches. You know what I mean? Yeah, always and on Friday, fucking, right? Because, because everybody wants they quit meat or whatever. But like, I'd say I like the Wendy's joint, and I add bacon on it, bro. That shit, because Wendy's bacon goes crazy. You know what I mean? But the fish yeah. sandwich with the bacon, it's like a surf and turf sandwich, bro. I'm trying to tell you. Yeah, I, I I really don't fuck with any of the fish, anything from <laughs> any of the fast food. I do it all. Never, never was. Yeah, I have bacon on it. <laughs> I remember one time I got a phone call. It's a real, and I'm glad I didn't miss this phone call, right? Because like I said, fast food, fast food junkie for a long time, especially by being studio heads. You know what I mean? Like we, when you're in the studio, you say, we, we, "What do you think we're fucking eating?" You know what I mean? We're not. Yeah. Anyways. Fucking uh, my man Dino, shout shout out to Dino Dolo out there, hyphyrockstar.com and motherfucking hyphy culture on Instagram. Go go check him out. But he he hits me up. What are you doing right now, uh, man? Chilling. What's up, bro? Go to talk about right now. They got shrimp tacos for real. Uh, <laughs> is it fire? Yeah. Went over there, spent like sixty bucks just to make sure we liked it. You know what I mean? It was oh you got? Him? I'm coming through. <laughs> it was like, the most the most random thing at McDonald's, crack, bro. It was fucking crack. The most random thing that McDonald's ever had on their menu is chicken wings. You ever try it? Oh, it yeah, bro. They were fire, bro. The mighty wings. Really they were so good. They had Kaepernick and fucking, uh, they had Kaepernick and and uh, and Joe Flacco in the commercials. And and, and it was funny because it was, it was already after that Super Bowl. Yeah. And we had lost. So in the fucking, the commercials, they're in the locker room. And yeah. Even the mighty wings, right? And then yeah. the lights turn out. And then they turn back on. It's Kaepernick. He's out eating all of them. 
And they're like, you know what I mean? Because that was the whole that they, they, they turned the lights out in the Super Bowl, and you yeah, know? yeah, yeah. And those mighty wings were fire, bro. At the same time, too, when they're doing those mighty wings, they yeah. had uh they had fish nuggets. Uh-huh. Yeah, and they had and their tartar sauce was fire too. I was on that shit. I was like, oh, for limited time now. And it was out Filipino, bro. I was getting those mighty wings, and my kids were eating with rice and shit. <laughs> those mighty wings were fire, bro. They were spicy too. All right, here we go. You ready? We're gonna do the little five second uh, McDonald's. Give me money. <laughs> yeah, give us some damn money, McDonald's. <laughs> All right, here we go, guys. So we're gonna do the studs and duds. We're gonna break down each position. I'm gonna do a little five second like countdown in, um, before each one. Just man, realize that really helps me with the editing. Cut down on uh, where shit is. And, and we're coming in not. All right, here we go. Studs and duds, week one edition. We're talking about the QBs. The number one QB on the week in a shootout. Our man Tua over there repping 466 yards and three TDs. Going toe-to-toe with Herbert. What'd you think about that game? Shout out to the tuna fish. I'm calling them the surf and turf because you got the tuna fish, you got the cheetah, and the penguin, bro. Let's fucking go. Yeah. (laughs) How about our man McCorkle Jones? 31 points. What? Right behind Tua as the number two QB? I told the motherfuckers about McCorkle and motherfucking Bob, bro. Come on. I mean, he didn't have the best average. I mean, he was... uh, 35 completions, 54 attempts. We'll just call it 55. 316. Uh-oh, hold on. 316 yards. Three touchdowns as well. Showed out. What? Week one. They were playing from behind. He did a lot of throwing. I doubt there's going to be too many games where it's in the game plan for him to throw 50-plus times. Number uh, three. They couldn't run. Hell no. They might, you know what I mean? That Eagles D, it was solid up front, and their line is shit. Yep, that might, they might, there might be a lot more checkdowns than than we're used to seeing in a um, in a Bill O'Brien offense. But well, you know what, what? What we did see, Hunter Henry. Yeah, that's good. We'll get to him later. Jordan Love, number three QB on the week, two hundred and forty-five yards, three touchdowns. Being the number three QB on the week with twenty-eight points, I think this was more of a reflection of week one in general we had a lot of mediocre appearances out there to you say know what too when he ran that tug in i swear to god he wanted to say and now i own you <laughs> now i own you <laughs> <laughs> number four qb on the week on at tuesday everybody was saying i want to sell this guy i want to get him off my team at least all the crazy you know, people who don't know what the hell they're talking about. We're talking about Patrick Mahomes. He was still the number four QB on the week with 25 points, 226 yards, two touchdowns, even at not his worst, but even at what we perceived as his worst on week one, at least you crazy fucks. Yeah, I mean, it was a Thursday nighter. Motherfuckers was like, I gotta, I gotta get rid of him. <laughs> Fuck him. Why did I take him in the first round of single QB? Number five on the week. Not I, man. I had to zip my, I'll, I'll zip my lip on him. Top five in a shitty week. And uh, he was there. Anthony Richardson, 
223 yards. A lot of that came after the after the catch for Pittman and others. <laughs> what was that? Like <laughs> an 80-yarder? Yeah, he's there, was though. Was it really? No, no, it wasn't. It was, I think it was like, 50, it, let's just say about around 55. And uh, he had the rushing tug as well, and 40 yards on the ground. And I'm pretty sure he was their leading rusher. Oh, well. I got a new nickname for him. Dumb Cam Newton. <laughs> Is he dumb Cam Newton? Hey. Ignorance is bliss. Ignorance <laughs> is bliss. Oh, what wow. the people wanted, though. That's what the people wanted. They yep. want dumb Cam Newton. There we go. And uh, now, tied with 23 points at QB 6 and 7 on the week, we got Justin Herbert, and we got Deshaun Watson. Hey. Oh, yeah. uh, just slipping and sliding around in that motherfucker, huh? He's <laughs> a slippery bastard. Yep, it's crazy because um, Herbert threw for well, like seventy more yards than Watson, but really means nothing, you know. In these, uh, you know, just 25, uh, 25 yard per one point. It would Watson would have had a bigger game if the Bengals could have supported the necessity to make it a bigger game. Right, they couldn't shoot it out with him. Not at there all. was no shootout. <laughs> Not at all. And Watson had forty. He had 45 yards. He had the rushing tug. Justin Herbert had the rushing tug, had 18 yards on the ground, 228 passing for Herbert, 154 passing for Watson. Come on, man. You couldn't give us one more so we can get a 155? We'll give it to him. Both two touchdowns each. Now, he, he, he might have lost a yard. Yeah. T-Law. Taking a knee, yeah. Maybe, maybe. Oh, that's a rushing yard. T-Law. At QB8, looking pretty solid out there. I mean, he was running a lot. I really loved that very first touchdown that he threw mm -hmm. to uh, Ridley where he's in the pocket. He has to roll out to his left, all the way out to his left, set the feet, boom, easy touchdown. We're going to see a lot of that from T-Law. Mm -hmm. He had uh, – he was 24 um, out of 32, 241, two tugs through the air. Uh, didn't really rush too much, 21 yards, but uh, we saw him putting his uh, we saw him rushing when he had to pick up a couple yeah. random first. And you got to shoot out. Uh, I mean, I like that that the Jags just might not be like that super duper good on defense either because that means it makes it, I mean, I mean, in reality, because it makes them good for IDP purposes and it makes them have to shoot it out, right? Yeah, you know what I mean? I mean, shit. they like we had to shoot it out to come back and still, you know, what I mean, winning that the number nine. QB on the week. You may have heard DeBogey refer to him as Mr. 650. Baker Mayfield as QB9 on the week. Uh, I'm a fucking savage. <laughs> 21 for 34, 173 yards, two tugs. That's pretty much what got him up there. Yardage is almost like not even that important. Yeah, like I'm kind of angry at him though, too. He could have done more. He's not pacing for six fifty, bro. No, like he's got, he's got. Now he's got to get it with these one game. In oh, the oh, we calling him six twenty. <laughs> Do the math for me. We're just gonna change his name every week. <laughs> the legend of Baker Mayfield is just gonna, gonna shrink and shrink as time goes on. <laughs> I mean, pace. I, I had him pacing for six hundred fifty pass attempts, but you know what I'm saying. Come on, QB ten and QB eleven and twelve and thirteen are all tied with 19 points apiece. 
We got Kirk Cousins. What? We got Dangerous. What? Jimmy G and Brock Purdy. Oh, come on, bro. Hey, you should have ordered him in front of all of them, bro. <laughs> I know they're tied. I mean, sometimes you save the best for last, right? Okay, I like that. We'll allow it. <laughs> I mean, because it's not like it ain't nothing but Purdy, you know what I mean? No matter how it looks. Oh, it's Purdy. So with uh, Cousins, 33 for 44, 344 yards, two tugs. Russ, 177 and two tugs. Uh, Jimmy G, we got 20 for 66, 200 yards and two tugs. And Purdy, 19 for 29, uh, 220 and two tugs. I hella zoned out right there. <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking of the dangerous game and how like shitty it is. If you look. <laughs> I mean, all the, you know, these nine, I, I hope that we're not seeing like guys like this, you know, cracking the top 12 too Where's often. The uh, so the wolf, we gotta, we gotta scroll down the list. He got 17. So he got a couple points left. Yeah, but he's top 24, right? Yeah, he's got to be top 24. Okay, good. Cause as long as the wolf ain't coming out that top 24, I'm gonna feel good at them being that third, that, that third target. Like, and when I see people, when I saw people in some of our super flexes, like pulling them up as their QB two, I didn't like that. It's like, man, because it's too reckless and you're giving, you're taking away from me for me to get a chance of getting my third is my third. So I started switching over to the McCorkle being like the third target. You know what I mean? Now I'm about to flip McCorkle. So we're going to go with um, the bottom. We're pretty much going to be mentioning everyone who got 10 points or less. Um, Those are pretty much going to be considered duds like every single week here. (laughs) Joe Burrow, biggest dud of the week. Three points. <laughs> oh, oh man, three points. Like he was hurting us. He Change hurt the us. subject. <laughs> Danny Pesos, four points. I I told you we call Zero him Danny Pesos ever in my life. We call him Danny Pesos for a reason. I call him Danny Dumbass for a reason. What's crazy is that Ryan Tannehill actually scored more <laughs> than Danny Pesos and Joe Burrow, but five points, Ryan Tannehill. I mean, most of us had him ranked 31, 32, or 33, so hopefully you weren't starting him in Superflex. But how about Lamar Jackson and Dak Prescott with six points apiece? I mean, the only thing that Lamar Jackson did that we can do a drop for is his 169 yards passing. 69 dudes mixing in fumbles and shit like that is not good. Dak didn't do shit. And then and that then, was the game script thing. They just everyone else was scoring for him. And then like then then not to mention the touchdowns on offense were all on the ground, all three of them. <sighs> yep. What up, Corey? Corey in the house. And then Desmond Ritter and CJ Stroud both had 10 points apiece. Hopefully, you weren't starting either one of them. Bryce Young and Gino with 11, so they'll be the honorable mentions there. Not too good from them, but not as horrible as Burrow, Danny Pesos, Lamar Jackson, Dak, or anything like that. And oh, that's hey, all I got to say. I think Dak, I think Dak, oh, shit, Dak's even playing the Jets. Oh, he might have, yeah, ooh, okay, actually, then that might even be a lower-scoring game if there's two crazy defensive teams. 
Because, you know, we're, we're, what I like, like, I think Joe Burrow's in a bounce back spot here. Definitely. And buy, buy all those guys. If you like some of those guys on, those, on this list, go buy them. For, try to buy them for the low. I mean, Lamar Jackson going up against the Bengals. I mean, look what Watson did to him last week. All right. Well, you know what? That's all we got for the QB studs and duds. We're going to jump into the RBs. And here we go. All right. And we are now going to cover the RB studs and duds of the week. And man, I hope we don't miss this guy for weeks and weeks, but Aaron Jones finishes as the top RB for the week. And this is all minus Monday night football. We're doing this on Monday morning for anyone who might be watching this later in the week. Aaron Jones, 27 points. He had nine carries for 41 yards and the tug. And then he had the two receptions for 86 yards. He had that long 50 yarder that he mixed in and the tug. Austin Eckler out there doing his thing. 26 points, 16 for 117 on the ground, four receptions for 47 yards. CMC, 25 points, 22 carries, 152 yards, three receptions. 17 yards. He had the rushing touchdown. Austin Eckler had the rushing rushing touchdown as well. Tyler Algier, who came out of nowhere. Everyone thought he was going to completely disappear. 24 points, 15 carries, 75 yards, two touchdowns, three receptions for 19 yards. That was the top four. Now tied for fifth and sixth. Travis Etienne and Tony Pollard. ETN 18 for 77 and a tug five for 27 through the air. Tony pasta 14 for 70 had the two touchdowns, only two receptions for 12 yards though. They love that they're using. They actually use ETN in the past game. Love that. Finally. Yeah. What'd you think about? uh, I mean, what'd you think about his rush His rushing? I mean, 18 carries. They said they wanted to give him 17, at least 17 carries a game. Yeah. Game one, they lived up. They lied, to it. They lied bro. They gave us 18. <laughs> <coughs> now, who do we got? Now we got Bijan at running back seven. Atlanta, two RBs inside the top seven. What did you think about that? I mean, you know, it's not far-fetched because, I mean, I'll even highlight some that you said like a couple weeks ago. You're like, Man, what if they just run with like the whole rotation? And like in this case, it wasn't an entire rotation, but like, yeah, I mean, if this works for them, I mean, we are in the era of the one-two punch. You know what I'm saying? And for, yeah. game, for game script purposes, you know what I'm saying? If they're if they're in, in like positive game scripts, we might see more like a uh, 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 Tyler Algier out of boo boo. But you know, in negative game scripts, I, I think we'll definitely see what what what, uh, what Bijan does in the passing game. All of it, it's all coming. Yeah, and B. Did he have a passing tug that was t- called back? Or, or, my, or was well, I just, I was really loaded yesterday. Well, he, I mean, his I'm touchdown was a receiving touchdown. Oh, okay, yes. Okay, yeah, I lived it. Six receptions for 27 yards. Oh, yeah. So, I mean, he, you know, him, mm-hmm. Roshan Johnson, and Stevenson. I mean, those were the guys who had uh, the most receptions on the day for out of the backfields with, uh, with six each. Yep. Shout out to my man, Roshan Jackson. He was doing it right out the gate. I had to start him in a couple of joints, too. It's crazy because, like, it wasn't even a good game for him. But if he's going to come down with five, six receptions a game. He plugs in those tugs, too. 
Yeah, because I mean, ten for fifty-six. You know, I mean, the, the average is good, but like when you were, or I'm, I mean, sorry, that was uh, that was Bijan, uh, five for twenty. You know, and yeah, he, he didn't even run that much, but the six for thirty-five. You know, and then had the rushing, had the rushing. Touch. I was saying that I was saying that a lot too. Like in the in the past few weeks, because when I saw their preseason games, and one thing that that they they did all throughout the preseason, they had him out on the third downs because he could yeah. block too. Yeah, He's big. You know what I mean? I just didn't think it would happen that fast. I was saying like by October. I kept saying that like everybody stash him. Like I'm, I'm excited to see. I need him in a lot of junk. Like I got him in that green ball. Like I needed my running back was wounded. I need him to be a thing. It's not a lot of touches. It's only eleven touches. Ah, but if he's going coming down with five, five, six receptions a game, and that's like his floor, that that's startable in like Mm -hmm. damn near every league. Mm -hmm. With a mobile QB, once they get their shit together, a little better, (laughs) I'd hope. And so he was uh, um, running back eight on the day. Kyran Williams, I mean, shit came out of nowhere. It's really those two tugs. He was 15 for 52. Nothing really amazing there. And he didn't have any receptions. He had a couple targets, but no receptions. Yeah, but that's what I'm saying. It was targeting the running backs. That's kind of crazy. Insane. Yep. Nick Chubb. We definitely want to see him finish higher than, than what, uh, RB10 on the week. 106 yards just really didn't mix in a touchdown. Had four receptions, though. Mm -hmm. And that's something that we love seeing that. Want to see him getting more and more. The chubby one. Damn it, Doug said I lost due to Dallas's defense. What a nightmare, man! Sorry, bro, because like that's why I hate team defense. I was, like, about, to, I was about to be really mean and say you lost when you joined the team defense league. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck this was. Guys. Now this was a little crazy. Josh Kelly finishing as RB eleven on the week, sixteen for ninety one, and had the tug. I mean, okay. See, this is what's crazy. Kellen Moore offense. And like you have, what did we see for years? The Zeke and, and Pollard experience. And like I kept saying all offseason, one of those guys is going to be this guy that's annoying for, for Austin Eckler owners. I just, you know what I mean? And when we saw Isaiah Spiller playing deep into that fucking that last preseason game, I was like, oh yeah, it's going to be Kelly, bro. He's a good, he's, he's probably like, I probably prioritize him as a grab too on the show tomorrow. Like, you know what I mean? And hell yeah. Steve. Stevenson finishing as top 12, 15 points. Not horrible, but that, you know, like RB 12s on the week is why we're not super, super excited about him. 15 points, um, 12 attempts, 25 rushes. It was the six receptions for 64 yards. And that's why we said to target him, like just in general, he's going to be getting like the receptions like that. Derrick Henry as uh, it's Derrick Henry and actually Brian Robinson who are tied for <coughs> for 14 points. So they were RB 13 and 14 on the week. Brian Robinson got that uh, receiving touchdown. Derrick Henry got his two receptions. Come on, man. We need him to get three or more. He got three targets, but he only got two receptions. What, what are we trying to get him up to? 55? We're trying to get him at 40. Okay. Yeah. Trying to get him to 40, and that's it. That's right, because he had 34. Yeah. And even those, even those guys, like, you know, they didn't kill you, you know, but I mean, they didn't really help you win necessarily. They had a bad game. Now, how about the duds of the week? DeAndre Swift probably got to be the biggest dud on the week here. Everyone who got lower points than him, like he just, I mean, didn't even play. 
See, that's how good that's how good the Reaper is these days. He doesn't even <laughs> have to hurt them. He can just make them just die. He just that knows. He zero. knows who he's gonna move in ahead of time. Zero in the future. <laughs> he took his soul. One point. One point for Swift. Um, Deion Jackson, two points. Everyone was super hyped about him. Only had two points. Jarek McKinnon. I mean, when Travis Kelsey goes out, I know I inserted Jarek McKinnon mm-hmm. into a couple of spots. Two points. And we play in dynasties mainly too. Um, let's see as I'm scrolling up here. I mean, CEH, he only had four points. <laughs> he was a dead because he ruined Pacheco. Like that makes him like a bigger dead. He got no points, and uh, he just took from Pacheco, you son of a bitch. <laughs> Najee. Najee would be a bust this week for sure with his five points in the regular leagues. Um, I do want to say too, they tripped up Pacheco on that one, on the one yard. He was about, you know what I mean? So I like that. I still expect them to use him down there. And then Najee, come on, this is the Niners, right? Yeah, it's expected. Um, anyone who thought Zeke was going to be a thing, six points, Damian Pierce, Rashad white, seven points. I mean, Gibbs actually looked good out there, you know, in the the short work they did, but he still only got eight points. I know a lot of people probably started him and then. Acres nine points, Jacobs nine points, Barkley nine points, Pacheco nine points. You get single digit points. You know, I'm just always going to consider you a dud mm-hmm. on a week to week basis. So even 10 points. Yeah. It's not, yeah. Ugly, ugly out there. And how about one? Uh, we got a question from Young Star. And I uh, said, My friend sent me a trade. He's sending me Hertz, Aconquo, and T Higgins. But I have to give up Lamar, Amari, McKinnon, and Marvin Jones. I'm doing that. Yeah, I'd rather have Hurts over Lamar. <laughs> and Higgins over any of those other guys that he's about to throw him back. Yeah, do that. Yeah, Get smash accept. that. Um, make sure make sure it's not a trick question where you're trying to you – know I mean, make sure you're not the guy sending away the Hurts and Higgins. Make sure, <laughs> make sure you're on that side. Yep. All right. Here we go. Let's jump over to the wide receivers. And here we go with the wide receiver studs and duds for the week. Man, when Ayuk left uh, those first set of games as the as the top wide receiver for week one, I was like, man, eight for 129, got the two big tugs, even finished higher than Justin Jefferson because Justin Jefferson ain't getting no touchdowns out there. But Tyreek came in <laughs> in those second half of games and said, hold my beer, 11 receptions, 215 yards, two touchdowns. He's on pace for 3,600 yards, Bogey. Does he get it? Probably not. Too bad, wow, though. We might see it finally, right? Got off to a big start. I mean, you're going to need a, a handful of these 200-yard games to be able to crack that two thou wow. And in week one, he did it. She went crazy. <laughs> but Ayuk, he did come in number two with that 33 points. And this is based on 1.0 PPR. So the only two guys are actually over 30 points this week so far. We're watch, um, we're recording this on Monday morning before the Monday night football game. Just for anyone who's watching this later. Jacoby Myers at wide receiver three. Those two big ass tugs really helped him. Nine for 81, 10 targets. 
on the day. Justin Jefferson doing what he does. Nine receptions for 150. They kind of shut him down in the second half, though, because I don't remember what he had in the first half. I swear it was like 110, 120 already. And then pretty quiet in the second half. Michael Pittman with that big-ass long run cracks the top five. Eight receptions. Yep. Eight receptions, 97 yards in a tug. Kendrick Bourne. Man, what do you think about him? Six receptions, 11 yards, 64 yards, and two touchdowns. Slot receivers in Belichick offenses always eat. Look at look at look at uh Josh McDaniels over there. He brought over Jacoby Myers, and and I always called Jacoby Myers my baloney has the first name. I used to call I used to call him the uh the, the black Edelman. You know what I mean? Because that's they they're gonna pepper that that position. It's it's a high percentage uh uh, uh catch. You know what I'm saying? So they're they're gonna move they're gonna move the chains like that. You know what I'm saying? And uh, fearless at Calvin Ridley top five baby was actually top seven. Um, if you were going from like the first set of games, he would have been top five. But uh, once you get a couple other people in there, he dropped out. Top seven, eleven targets, eight receptions, hundred and one yards, one TD. Trevor was looking for him very often. I love it. Yep. Calvin really give me money. Oh yeah. And Tino mm. said Puka has entered the chat. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Wide receiver eight on the day. 10 receptions, 15 targets, 119. Now, I think what happened was Puka was the first one to put his name tag on and he wrote his name and number on the name tag. And I think that is what separated him from everyone else because he actually remembered his number. What's crazy is that like while while I'm I'm on the Van Dam Jefferson side before I before this game, before we saw anything, right? Then it's crazy when you look at the target market share. He was the Cooper Cup, Puka. Yeah. yeah. You know what I mean, that's Cooper Cup numbers right there. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like how they use them and they target them. They're, I mean, they moved that kid around too. They moved everyone around, but I'm just saying, like, he got the most targets. You know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. So he was one of the rookies to start. And I'm sure that, like, there was zero analysts out there who were like, start Puka. Like, you're going to start one rookie wide receiver. Um, a little bit more low-hanging fruit for the rookies would have been Zay Flowers. Both of these guys cracked top tw- uh, top cracked twenty points each. Puka had twenty-two. Zay Flowers had twenty. Zay had nine receptions for seventy-eight yards. They were just getting him the ball real quick. It was getting out of Lamar's hands fast. Mm-hmm. In the playmaker's hands. I mean, the p- pressure was coming. Oh, yeah, you know I mean? we should expect that too. That offensive line just and it got they they got dinged up even more in that game. Yeah, all bad. Yeah, and Tina said it's weird. I got all these rookies on my team. Well, yeah, <laughs> I mean that is one way to do it. Just get all the rookies, and some of them got a hit. I remember in that one dynasty league we're in, he had like picked a puka out of nowhere. I was like, "Fuck, he didn't get drafted." This is probably like man. I think I texted him too. He's like, "I did that." <laughs> <laughs> I was like, wait, what is it you? <laughs> I was just like, oh, fuck, how did I miss that? Chris Olave, wide receiver 10 on the day, 19 points. Him, Amon Ross St. Brown, Mike Evans, Romeo Dubs all had 19 points. So that's wide receiver 10 through wide receiver 13. Olave, eight receptions, 112 yards. 
Um, who's that? Amon Ra. Six receptions, nine targets. 69, dudes. 71 and a tug. Mike Evans, six receptions, 66 and a tug. Romeo Dubs, four receptions, 26 yards, two big greasy tugs. It's on limited, like quote unquote limited work. Yeah. Yeah, like I'm I gotta look into the snap count, see if they really actually did limit him. Because yeah. I, I love the outlook. Yeah, that'll be something we'll be bringing up when we uh, do the waiver wire show tomorrow. We'll be talking yeah. snap counts and things like that. Yes, sir. Now, how about your duds of the week? It starts off with none other than Kadarius Tony. <laughs> one point. <laughs> one point. Five targets only had one reception for one. He had a rush for negative yards. Don't forget about that. I mean, even Ricky James like had one target for six yards, you know, and had more points than him. This is all bad for Tony. Um, I, I would say probably the biggest dud of the week, just based on like name value where you drafted them. Theo shouted out right there. Christian Kirk, two points, one it, only three targets, one reception, nine yards. Go ahead, Bogey. No, I was I was letting you finish the stats. I'm just I'm, I try to tell people, bro, like if he's not gonna be in the slot like Calvin Ridley all day. Like, cause that, then this goes back to what Trevor Lawrence favored in college. Even, you know I mean? This is what he does. Yeah. I, I'm curious to go back and watch. I got to go back and watch and see how they targeted, uh, ETN. Cause if they had him in a slot, boom, that even takes away from Kirk. Kirk out wide sucks. You yeah. Know, even, even when he was with Arizona. Right. You know what I mean, like he's right. bad off the line. He's a little guy too. Yep. It is what it is. And, uh, so I just get him on your bench and yeah, you know what? Actually, that the biggest dud, I forgot. I didn't even see him on there because he had a big goose egg and a big zero. T. Higgins, really, him and Drake London, those were the yeah. biggest, biggest duds on the week with zero receptions. All the way. I mean, you know it's bad if you're Drake London when Desmond Ritter has more receptions than you, man. Man, that is ugly. That's just funny. I don't have any London, so. Yeah, me neither. All bad. All bad. Uh, and PBM uh, waivers, we'll, we'll get there. We'll get to the tight ends. We're talking wide receivers right now. How about how about a couple rookies that everybody were super high on? Marvin Mims, Quentin Johnston, three points each. I mean, two receptions each. We, we, de- we definitely told people not to start those guys for sure. You got to watch and see with those guys. Yeah. Tyler Boyd, I know nobody was like really like, I mean, who knows if he's even starting in a lot of leagues where he drafted him, but only three points. Tyler Lockett, uh, man, I mean, missing the time. Yeah, that one's one that were that that one's definitely one that hurt people. That's for sure. Let's see. Brandon Cooks. I mean, shit. Nobody did really anything the over game, there. It was a game script thing. I know, but it's ugly. <laughs> yeah. So we'll let's hope. That uh, the Jets can score on them a little bit next week, unless this Dallas yeah. defense is really the best. I mean, remember I was just saying that too. Like, damn, is Dak even for fantasy purposes? Is he in a bounce back spot? Because that could be like a super defensive game, just lower scoring. <laughs> OBJ, I don't want that. I don't want that. For everyone is super hyped about OBJ. Two receptions, thirty-seven yards. Zay Flowers, man, Zay Flowers are bust over there with uh, with the Ravens. 
Mingo only had six points as well. Van Dam Jefferson, six points. Dropping a 40-yard house call. DJ Moore, six points. Rashad Bateman, anybody who thought Rashad Bateman was going to be a thing, <laughs> seven points, though. They don't he, want that show. He had more than OBJ. Like, hey. uh, Jane, don't fall for the bait, man. Jaden Reed, he got he got injured, seven points. Uh, Cooper, he got injured, seven points. Scary Terry McLaurin, seven points. Juju Smith-Schuster, seven points. Deontay Johnson, eight points, got injured. All bad. Uh, Mike Williams got injured. I believe he came back. back and then he yeah. did all his work that he did, actually, when he came back. Nine points. Uh, Marquise Brown. Nine points. Dodson. Come on, man. You are so dumb. You are really dumb. For real. For real. Uh, nine points. Jamar Chase. Nine points. I mean, he almost got to 10. Even if you get 10, it's still not that good. But better than seeing single digits uh, right next to the person's name. Juggernaut said we sell in Drake London. Who's going to buy him? I might buy buy him for the low, low, low if I can do that. In redraft? Yeah. If I can super, like, say, like, uh, like I have like a Kendrick Bourne. (laughs) Brad, you need Kendrick Bourne. Fuck. You wouldn't do that. I might want Kendrick Bourne. I, that's what I'm saying. Like, just as of right now, I was like, man, I would take Kendrick Bourne for Drake London. Like, I'd be the PPR machine. That might be the move. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. Jake said Mike Thomas. Oh, man. With his 11 points, you know that the Mike Thomas truthers are like losing their shit. Five receptions for 61 yards. Did you see that, baby? Woo! He had a touchdown. He's alive. That's what you should say. Because I'm, I'm like, if you guys are fans of the show for years now, you would know when Michael Thomas was a thing. I've referred to him as Frankenstein. And I, I still don't know if Frankenstein's back from the dead yet. Yeah. It's just, it was a bad week around for a lot of positions. And it's crazy, though. Tyreek yeah. Tyre wasn't no bad week for him, though, with the 215 mm-hmm. yards. <laughs> and and, uh, and 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 uh, for those that's wondering why I called him Frankenstein, Michael Thomas, that is, look at his head. It's like he has like the tallest head. I think he's like shows up as like six two or six three, right? Yeah, yeah. He's, I think he's only really like four feet tall, but his his, his dome piece is like super tall. Take a Not guess. A big head, a tall head. It's Frankenstein. Take a guess, Bogey. How many wide receivers had one hundred or more yards receiving this week? Um. Oh, three. Boom. Yeah. No. No. Seven. Seven. Oh, shit. Tyreek Hill, 100%. Justin Jefferson, Brandon Ayuk, Tutu Atwell, Puka Nuka. Oh, yeah. See, that's where I tuned out. Remember, I was like, I zoned out right there. Olave and Ridley. There you go. Tops, and they're the top seven finishers, basically. Yeah. And uh, I should have just did this on the running back. We'll do this uh, next time, or maybe I'll chop it out and throw it in there. How many running backs do you think ran for 100 yards or more? Not combined rushing and passing, just mm-hmm. straight rushing 100 yards or more. So we got the Chubby one, CMC, right? The Chubby one, CMC. I know I'm missing. There's, is there three only? There's three. Only oh, and Tyler Algier on a boo-boo? Nope. Mm. You, were, you were right with three. With if you three were yeah, I'm just trying to remember the third one. Eckler. Mm. Eckler. Eckler. That's right. 
117. Yep. There That's we right. Go. And there you have it. So there's the studs and duds for wide receivers. And let's jump over to the shittiest of all shitty positions. <laughs> the tight ends. Coming in hot. Ah. All right. Here we go with the studs and the duds for tight ends. And really, it's like studs and everybody else. Because like, if you're not a stud, which I consider 10 points or more for um, tight ends, you're, you're just amongst the duds, man. How about the number one stud? This is a guy that me and Bogey have been championing 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 <laughs> all off season because you could get him for free people forgot about him hunter henry you know he was the first uh, he was the first one i used to call hunter hunter hearst henry yeah there we yeah. go before the hayden hearst helmsley five receptions six targets i mean in a in a week where travis kelsey is not there 17 points is king in the oh, tight yeah. end category Five receptions, 56 yards, and a touchdown. Let's go. Cheap tight end. And since we're talking about another Triple H, a Hayden Hurst Helmsley. <laughs> 15 points, five receptions on six targets, 41 yards, and a touchdown. It's Frank crazy. Frank Reich offense. Yeah. Rookie tight end. I mean, rookie, uh, rookie QB leans on a tight end naturally. And then in that offense, they're tight end centric. It kind of made sense. Haven't gone through all the targets, you know, for Carolina, but I would just assume at seven that Hayden Hurst is one of the top guys over there. At least he's a great pickup too. Yeah, for sure. TJ Hawkinson, a guy who you can't just go out and pick up eight receptions, but only 35 yards. Like, man, that is ugly. Remember, like one of those stats that I had is like, it's like 15 to 35. It's like 98% of like any tight end who's like relevant on the week is finishing yardage wise, like between there. Yeah. And 35 and, and it he's the third tight. These top three tight end with 35 yards. Fucking ridiculous. 12 points. So I say get rid of the tight end spot in your leagues. Donald Parham, three receptions, 21 yards had the tug Evan Ingram. He's the last stud tight end of the week. Only the top five would I consider studs, and they're really just double digits or more. Five for five, 49 yards, no touchdown, but finishes with 10 points. But see, I, I like him to be because he, you know, he, he's another guy that, get, that gets moved in and out of the slot, too. You know what I mean? Yeah. Trevor Lawrence, that's where he's going. There's actually a lot of uh, tight ends that finished like with above 35 yards, but there was only three tight ends who had more than 35 yards who finished with over 10 points. Sounds about right. It's tight ends. <laughs> I was trying to think of something like witty to say or something like funny. I was like, oh yeah, we're on par. Some things don't change, right? I guess that's not the shocking. Well, we've been shocked with all the running backs, shocked with the receivers and QBs in week one. It's all shocking me right here. <laughs> not at all. <laughs> Not at all. And how and about that's the show? <laughs> <laughs> we'll give some honorable mentions. Yeah, how yeah, about yeah. that? Honorable out. mentions. If you got eight or nine points as a tight end, you know, we'll we'll at least sprinkle you in. We're calling yeah. this the touchdown or bus category. Yeah, because uh three of these guys had touchdowns who finished with uh nine points. 
uh, Friar Muth, Blake Bell, what, and Harrison Bryant. What? Harrison Bryant finishes as a top eleven tight end. He only had two receptions, yards <laughs> at the tug. Not in Joku. In Joku is nowhere to be found. <laughs> but that's what's insane. Like um, Friar Muth, one reception, three yards, touchdown. He yeah, finishes. It's uh, let's see, Comet, Fryermuth, Blake Bell, Sam Laporta, Juana Man Johnson, Harrison Bryant. All of those guys finished with nine points each. And we'll, we're going to put Laporta on the back of that list. He didn't even have the touchdown. Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna put him on the back of that list. You know why? Because he didn't even finish in the top twelve. <laughs> no, he did. He finished in the top. Oh, 12. I would have put him twelve, not thirteen. I did the math wrong. Yeah, he finished. He, he finished in the top twelve. Uh oh. Uh oh. All the Laporta supporters, man. He was, he was the tight end one this week, man. But out of all these guys, like, you know, who really didn't do a lot, I really like to look towards the targets. Like, that's what it's really yeah. all about. Like, who's getting the most opportunity? Exactly. Zach Ertz only finished with eight points, but he had 10 targets, reels mm-hmm. in six of them. Uh, TJ Hawkinson, nine targets. Logan Thomas, eight targets, only reeled in four of them for 43 yards, mm-hmm. but eight Love targets. That. We got to like that. Jake Ferguson, seven targets, but he only reels in two of them. He was bad. <laughs> we like that, though. Because, hey, listen, fun fact with Dak, uh, six out of the seven seasons, uh, six out of the last seven seasons, his most second targeted position is the tight end. It's like, it's it's crazy. Yeah, and it was bad. It was probably, like, really bad reads, but he just had to throw it there. And I had to throw it to the tight end. This is what I do. Then we got Hayden Hurst, Komet, and Smythe, who all have who all have seven targets each to go along with Ferguson, Kittle, Hunter Henry, and uh, Kyle Kylin Granson all had six targets. The grandson, yeah. And then you know, then it's all five. There's a shitload of people with five targets, but this is something that we're gonna highlight every week on the studs and duds. At least bring in the targets because. If nothing else, that's something that we're trying to chase is the opportunity. But we got to know that a guy like Jake Ferguson, who got seven targets and only reeled in two of them, is like not going to be as promising as a Logan Thomas, who had eight targets and who had only four receptions, though. Or even as um, valuable as a Hayden Hurst Helmsley or a Cole Komet, who had seven mm-hmm. targets from, I mean, shit, Justin Fields might as well be a rookie QB for the yeah. way he's looking out there. Mm-hmm. And that's all I got to say about that. Yeah, Dalton Schultz too. That one, that one's annoying. Like, because that was the I was trying to do his recipe. Yeah, Ricky QB in a system that's going to be tight end centric. Lean on Ricky. Ricky's lead on tight ends. See, so it worked for Hayden Hurst Helmsley. Yep. Formula. All right, and now we're going to jump over to uh, team defense. At least for you crazy assholes, we we got to do the team defense for you guys. So here we go. Let's jump over there. All right. We really don't like talking about team defense, but we will, because we know you guys are on the lookout for the stud defenses of the week. And it all depends on what your scoring is, but I just have everything at the sleeper defaults here. And we'll go with 15 points or more for the studs. Starting it off with the Dallas Cowboys. How about them Cowboys? They got their touchdown. They got their three. Stu, hey, Stu, man, recipe, Stu, you down. You up there. You up there. You love it. 
I mean, he's got to be loving it. Seven sacks, two INTs. Yeah, just ridiculous. Arizona Cardinals, I'm sure they caught everybody by surprise. And 21 points in the, the sleeper default. It's the defensive touchdown. You know, mm-hmm. like all these top five teams right here have a defensive touchdown in the yeah, mix. Had some fumble, had some fumble recoveries, had, had a, a couple sacks. Yep. Two defensive minded head coach. Yeah. Two forced fumbles for the cards, one INT. Um, recovered both fumbles, six sacks. Green oh, Bay. They had a hell of sacks. A lot of sacks. A lot of sacks on the Wolf. And uh, Green Bay with 16 points. They had uh, the touchdown, obviously, by our man Quay Walker, IDP Life. Let's go. And fans, uh, forced fumble, INT. They, had, they recovered the fumble as well. Uh, had four sacks that they mixed in. The Eagles, they had their defensive touchdown. Uh, they had a forced fumble. They had an INT. They had the fumble recovery. Only two sacks. I'm a little bit surprised about that. And then Indy, they had their touchdown. DeForest Buckner running it in there. They had three forced fumbles in INT. They only recovered one of the fumbles, though. But that one went for the tug. And then only two sacks over there. Yeah. How about the worst defenses on the week? And we'll just do teams that got five points or less over here. And Seattle Seahawks. I mean, I, I think a lot of people might have been leaning on them because they thought the Rams might have sucked. And uh, they came out and punched them in the mouth. The Vikings. I don't know if anyone was crazy enough to play the Vikings. <laughs> two points. Dolphins only two points. I mean, shoot out. You know. The Raiders, I don't think anyone was starting the Raiders, but how about the Broncos? I bet people were starting the Broncos. They both had the exact same points, three. And then Carolina and Kansas City, five points each. Real ugly for a team defense this week. You just stream defenses. Who's Who's playing Arizona next week? The Giants. I don't know. Don't do that one. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, you stream Arizona against the Giants. Bingo. There you go. I like that. Bong. All right. Well, you crazy team defense guys, make sure you get into an IDP league because that's what we're about to cover in these next segments. We're rocking and rolling with the IDP players of the week. And let's kick this off. And we will do a what up, what up for the IDP because uh let's, let's let's get it let's get it it's coming in hot we coming in hot what up what up fantasy football hustler back at you yeah bogart is sky free idp it to you let's go we're bringing that idp life i got my fuck team defense shirt on we're getting down to biz and You know what's crazy about this week compared to a lot of weeks? If you play in IDP 123, TJ Watt was the highest scoring player, not just in your IDP spots. Out of all fantasy football, this is minus the Monday night game, TJ Watt with 47 points. He had even more than the top scorer Tyreek Hill had with 45 points fucking dope doesn't happen too often but when it does i mean that, that's really cool give me the black josh allen 
And we're starting off because of TJ Watt. We'll start off with the defensive line. Yeah. Because uh, we play on Sleeper. If you guys play on Yahoo, Boo. you know. Yeah, just, just make the switch because you're only able to play TJ Watt at the at the linebacker position. You should be able to plug him in. Yeah, give me the fucking cheat code. Let's give TJ Watt his flowers with his 47 points. Only had five total tackles. Three big old sacks in week one. Two of them were strip sacks. And, oh, man, and he had that fumble recovery as well. He was out there. Ball in. Everyone else sucks on the Steelers, but DJ Watt, ball in. <laughs> Love it. <laughs> now, how about the black Josh Allen out there? 10 total tackles, three big old sacks. And I think this is going to be a thing that we can expect is Anthony Richardson. Yep. He's going to be doing a lot. He's going to be getting, he's going to be taking some sacks. Hey, Quentin Nelson left the game. We don't know how that shit might, might pan out. And the line was already bad even with him in it. <laughs> yep. Let's go. DeForest Buckner out there killing it. Seven mm. total tackles. Had the sack, the forced fumble, recovered the fumble, and ran it in for the big old tug and reached out and hit the pylon. And, man, that was a, it was awesome. a really, really dope play. I miss you, DeForest Buckner. <laughs> Fuck you, Javon Kidlaw. Man, but you say that. And then I go to the number four DL on the week, and it is Drake Jackson. Let's go. Out of nowhere. I mean, he's someone that I was highlighting, um, you know, just as someone random that you could pick up because he's going to be a starter. Nobody knows who the hell he is besides Bogey or the 40 Thunder <laughs> fans. Like, because, like, who the hell is Drake Jackson? We've never heard of him. Oh, you know, he's a rookie last year. Did he even play last year? He was in the rotation. He was in a rotation. Week one, he had a sack. Week one last year, he, okay. went, he went lightweight kind of crazy. And okay. He got hurt. Okay. He got hurt uh, the next week. Okay. Three. Maybe even Jermaine Johnson, week one, he, he had a sack too. Like, you know, I was like, oh shit, you know, the, the little Sala and and um, and uh, and D'Amico Ryan's uh, low key guys. You know what I mean? Yeah. Three big old sacks in that game. He only had three total tackles, but shit. I mean, you have a three sack game. I'm sure not a lot of people started him. We're not going to chase yeah. three sacks or anything. No. But, but we've been wanting someone opposite of Bosa for a long time. You know, yeah. that's my move. You, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, for you sure. Know, that's one of my signature moves in fantasy period. When you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Is if you can find the guy that everyone's gone attention on, the guy that draws everyone's attention, you can find the other guy on the opposite end. And he tends to get all this greasy shit. And that's Drake Jackson. Man. Hell yeah. Everyone's on Bosa so much. And Bosa still gets his too, but I'm just saying everyone's gonna be on Bosa so much that you know what I mean Drake Jackson, bro. Yeah, could be a thing. How about Montez Sweat cracking the top five? I mean, just coming out of nowhere. We haven't seen him do his thing in a little while, but five total tackles, two sacks, had the two forced fumbles as well. I mean, that's big time. Mm -hmm. that's big time. I mean, Arizona should be an offense we could pick on all year. Maybe not with the Giants, but they look bad, bad, bad. I mean, yeah. well, I'll tell you one thing about Carolina. I mean, we know they're, you know, I think they're above average on defense, but, you know, like they're about average, you know, not, nothing really too special. But, man, Derek Brown and Brian Burns, those dudes are fucking dogs mm -hmm. out there. Hell Nine yeah. tackles for Derek Brown, had the sack, two sacks. For Brian Burns had the fum force fumble as well, seven total tackles. Like My man, Burns. Yeah, you mix in sacks and force fumbles and stuff like that, and you can have 
five plus tackles on any yeah. given game. Like nice floor for the yeah. tackles. Super. Tackles give you a floor. Oh yeah. And man, it's crazy. Armstead, Armstrong, <laughs> Dorrance Armstrong. You might have he he looked like he was Lawrence Taylor out okay. there versus the Giants. <laughs> it's the line too. The line was so bad. I mean, they're horrible. The line they're horrible. Was so but, but man, he killed it though. Yeah, two sacks, only three tackles. But uh, yeah, I mean, two big old. I sacks. remember uh, it was the other day. Shout out to my man, Minnesota Dennis. You know, said so he was like, he was like, well, he, uh, this Armstead guy, he's like, I'm clearing rosters. Can I drop this guy? I said, no, <laughs> he's usable. You know what I mean? It's crazy because that was like two days ago when he adopted that whatever team. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, shout out to Doug. He said, y'all need to do a 24-hour live stream. Hope y'all have enough, enough smoke. We will. With the, oh, it we might will. not happen this season. It might be like next off season to get ready, but it's going to be, in, it's in the cards. You know what's crazy too is fucking, um. Like, I'm actually, for the first time in, like, I don't know, three years, I probably have, like, like a like less than a gram on me. I got weed on the way, though, so, like, thank God. <laughs> but, I mean, because, man, I was I was on a nice little tear there. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. I zip, yeah. zip every few days. You know I mean? We smoke a lot. You know what I mean? Hell, yeah. And so, um, really, when it comes to the IDPs, we're, I mean, we'll go through and we'll see if there's any, like, notable duds, but... It's really all about the studs and these guys that you need to be paying attention to who just balled out because just there's going to be off games for everybody. Matchups make make a huge difference. But all these guys that I'm mentioning right now, I mean, shit, the next two that I'm going to mention were tied for 25 points. And uh, we got Daniil Hunter and um, I don't even know how to pronounce his last name, but Osa on the uh, on the Cowboys with his two big old greasy sacks. Yesterday, like ever, you get a sack, you get a sack, you get a sack. It was bad. <laughs> Daniel Hunter had seven total tackles, though, and a sack. And he got the greasy one. Danico Autry, he was out there doing his thing for the Titans, had two big old greasy sacks. But you know who was uh, looking really dope out there is Jalen Phillips, 11 total tackles, uh, mixed in the sack as well. And how about, it was like the sack to cap the game. That he mm-hmm. made like right at the end on like fourth down um, when they shut down Herbert. Yeah, fourth down. Yeah, he. I mean, you know, it's dope. Even Bradley Chubb was everywhere. Like not really on the stat sheet, but just fucking wrecking shit. I mean, Vic yeah. Fangio's gonna have that defense better. This that was a high flying offense. They were their secondary wasn't ready for this shit. You know what I mean? Right. But but Vic Fangio's gonna get that thing together, and they're still gonna get Jalen Ramsey back at one point. And Xavier Howard looked good out there because he's finally healthy. You know what I mean? Yeah, like there. Yeah, go ahead. As far as like maybe some duds on the week, I mean Cam Cam Hayward, he only got one point. Trying to filter through here, see if there's Hassan Reddick two points. Yeah, they ain't no good. Um, let's see, Harold Landry three points. It's gonna happen. You're gonna Jeffrey have Simmons, Nick Bosa four points. Well, yeah. You know- Getting triple teamed and yeah. you know hadn't been practicing. Nope. Kayvon Thibodeau, five points. Yeah. And that's all I got to say about that. Uh, we do love our yeah, D line. And uh <laughs> hell yeah. And I mean, there's a lot of guys in the middle, you know, but we're highlighting the top top guys right now. And uh how about Jonathan Grenard with 20 points, Will Anderson 20 points. And uh, yeah, everyone yeah, else. Oh yeah, Will Anderson came through. Yep. 
All right. Well, we're going to jump over to the linebackers here. And let's do it. All right. We are back bringing the linebacker action. And we're, we're talking on sleeper. So, I mean, if you guys are on Yahoo, I mean, TJ Watt will be in the mix. You know, the, the black Josh Allen from the Jaguars will be in the mix. But I want to talk about just the traditional linebackers. We're talking about sleeper right now. And how about Roquan? Roquan. I mean, come on. 35 points, 16 total tackles, mixed in a sack as well right at the end of the game. Bang. Doing what he does. Zaire Franklin. I had him as pretty much my fourth ranked guy mm-hmm. you know, for Dynasty and then for redraft. Middle linebacker in the Gus Bradley system. You know what I mean? They switched to Gus Bradley last year and made him a thing, right? Bomb. Yeah. Left off exactly where he did last season. 18 total tackles, even mixed in a forced fumble. 34 points. Jermaine Pratt. Not that he came out of nowhere, but it he was just in the right place at the right time and he always kind of does good against the Browns, but it's because he's the one tackling Nick Chubb most of the time, 11 mm-hmm. total tackles. He mixes in a sack and a forced fumble though. You know, he makes in two big plays that that'll crack you over 30 points, 32 points. And then we got an oldie, but a goodie Bobby Wagner. He was only, you know, let's say LB four on the week, but I'm pretty sure he had the most tackles on the week. Yeah. That's what it looks like. 19 total tackles for Bobby Wagner 30 points that was the last of the 30s he came back to them being shitty again he's like man god damn it <laughs> here we go again it was week one, it was week one though. <laughs> we're over yeah now here's some guys pull out your notepad Dennis Gardet 27 points for the Cardinals four tackles two sacks had the forced fumble mixed in we'll be talking about guys that you should be picking up mm-hmm. and guys uh, that you should be putting on your radar uh, how about Patrick Queen holding it down? Eleven total tackles, mixed in a sack as well. Twenty-six points. Hell Boy, yeah. Olakun, twenty-four points, twelve total tackles. Devin White, twelve total tackles. Quay Walker, he only had four tackles. He ended up getting hurt and leaving the game early, but that big old INT and ran it back for the TD handling biz. Let's go. Mario Davis. It's crazy how much people really forgot about him. I know he was contemplating retirement. 10 total tackles. Um, TJ Edwards, 14 total tackles. He mixed in a lot of assisted tackles mm-hmm. in there, but he still cracked 20 points. Frankie Louvu, Ernest Jones, both with 19 points. Denzel Perryman with 19 points. Divine Diablo, Tremaine Edmonds. Troy Anderson, Let's all go. with 19 points. Let's go. It's awesome. That's what we want to see. A bunch guys. of our homies up in there. Hell yeah. All these guys that we've been putting you guys on. From people that you draft hella high, like Roquan. And Okun. And Okun. Olakun. Yeah, Olakun. And shit. To guys like Quay Walker, who we said, get ready for like an amazing second year breakout. TJ Edwards switching teams, but we mm-hmm. said still get him up there amongst yep. the top guys. Tremaine Edmonds switching team. Oh, hell yeah. Get White him up boy there. Troy. Hell yeah. Like not a lot of people even know who the hell Troy Anderson is. We've been telling you about this guy since last year. 
to pick this dude up because they drafted him with the second round pick. And they released Michael Walker because they didn't even want Michael Walker taking any snaps. Get him out of here. (laughs) How about Frankie Louvu doing his thing out there? We love Frankie Louvu. That's the homie right there, Frank Frankie Lou. And Peacock reminded us about Denzel Perriman because we didn't like him after last year when he fell off. He's like, watch, he's going to be the guy over there. And they get rid of Christian Kirksey. And what do you know? Denzel Perriman, 11 total tackles, 19 points in week one. Hell yeah. Let's see if there's any notable duds um, worth going and mentioning here. So Brian Austin, that was someone who we were drafting like hella late. Um, We definitely knew we had to watch him though first. Yeah, so he's someone. I mean, you can leave him on the bench, you know, for a week or two. I'm probably just gonna cut bait with them after I see redrafts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not dynasty. Yeah, Uh, Anthony Walker. You know, I mean, it wasn't really too much going on the Bengals side of things, so, uh, you know, nothing there. How about um, 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 Rodrigo? Yeah, Rodrigo ain't gonna be the dude over there. Oh yeah. yeah. He's the odd man out. Campbell, Campbell's up in that thing already. Yeah. Snap like, wise. Yeah. Rodrigo got that the next day. He's gonna be third fiddle to uh to Campbell. Campbell in, in, in the anal zone. And you, I mean you draft a guy in round one. Uh, I mean, just Alexander for people that don't know who the anal zone is. <laughs> yeah. Isaiah Simmons. Oh, it was ugly. Oh man. I know it was fuck. Like uh, you would expect him to get like like at least rack of some because they were on the field so much. You know what I mean? Yeah, he's about to. Be I mean, there was much much going on that offense though too for 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 them to even like stop. You know what I mean? Yeah. So yeah, he's gonna be on my bench though until further notice. Uh, we got I got because he just got traded over there too. It's not like he was there all off season. So maybe it's like growing pains, like as far as that goes as well. What 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 hyped me up is that he balled out when that first preseason game and he went there. That's the guy yeah. I got into it. Yeah. Uh, Joey Bosa, two points. So I would tell you to avoid him. Hassan Reddick, two points. Uh, Drew Tranquil, two points. Or three points. Yeah, got Drew Tranquil. In redraft, he's droppable. He's droppable in redraft. Yeah, it needs an injury for him to get, like, to be a solid starter. He's not. He's a rotational yeah. guy. And he's, he's behind. He's behind the backup guy. Yeah. And then uh, Willie Gay and Jack Sanborn. Um, uh, what's in Kenneth Murray, all guys with five points. Joker, yeah, all five points. So just- I think the JOK, the the JOK. I think he'll be a OK because that's definitely a product of like the Bengals just weren't doing shit. You know what I mean? Yeah, it-, it was all bad for that game. All bad for that game. All right, well, there's your studs and duds for linebackers. Make sure you're following us for all your fantasy, uh, all the fantasy goodness on the IDP side of things. And we're going to jump into the DBs. And here we go. Let's jump in to the DBs. And Jesse Bates out there holding court in the street. 36 points, two INTs. And he caused that big-ass force fumble. And he had 10 total tackles. He was doing his thing week one. Hell yeah. Oh, shit. My bad. This is bad. The babies is waking up. I got okay. okay. All right. Yeah, me too. Right. Maybe you run that one back. You know what I mean? <laughs> All right. 
Jesse Bates. Oh, yeah. Uh, Antoine Winfield, 29 points. 29 points, eight total tackles, a sack, a forced fumble, and a fumble recovery. This is why we're so high on guys like this. Javon Holland, one of the guys I've been champion since he was a rookie. 14 total tackles. He was all over the field. 26 points. Amani Hooker, he had that forced fumble and the INT. Um, he got hurt in the game, so we're going to have to see what's going down for him. Darius Slay, I mean, he's up there with 25 points because he had the INT and the TD. Not a lot of tackles, though, so that wouldn't be something that we'd be chasing. Um, Reed Blankenship, though, that is something that we're going to be chasing because he had 11 total tackles, 25 points. Nate Hobbs, I mentioned him earlier, 12 total tackles. That's what we're going to be chasing and what we're going to be talking about a lot on tomorrow's waiver wire show is these guys who have a lot of tackles who are getting the opportunities. Um, we did have a big old uh, INT for Tyson Campbell. So he's amongst the guys, uh, 24 points. Uh, how about Christian Gonzalez in his first game, getting a big old sack and seven big tackles for the, uh, for the new England Patriots. He was all over the field. Dax Hill. Got that INT, six total tackles over there, 24 points. Um, I, I'm not really sure who this Cater uh, Kohu is, but he had nine total tackles, and he was out there, seemed like the entire time, and he makes it a big-ass uh, big sack as well. And then um, Bland and Stefan Gilmore, I mean, both had INTs. Bland had the touchdown as well. Cam Curl, 10 total tackles, 20 points. Um, uh, What's his name? Deshaun Elliott was actually out there. And uh, I didn't know if he, I mean, they had him listed as the backup for the longest time. Um, That's one of those games I'm going to go have to look at. I wonder if they had, they're running three safeties at the same time. But he had 13 total tackles. It was big time over there. Greg Delpit. Oh, yeah, eight total tackles. Hufanga had the INT and had the five total tackles. Our man Cisco, Mr. Uh, let me hit that bong, Cisco. Hold on. Let me hit that bong. Ten total tackles and had a big force fumble in the mix as well. Uh, Brian Branch, 20 points, but, man, he got injured. Let's see what happens with him. Julian Love had 19 points. Razul Douglas, 20 points. Um, let's see. Any other? The honorable mentions we'll mention tomorrow um, as far as, like, guys you should be picking up off of waivers. Let's see if there's – let's see any duds that might be worth mentioning here. Um, if anyone was super excited for uh, for Marcus Jones because he was the dude who played um, offense last year, he, like, he was going both ways, pause, for the for the New England Patriots, he didn't play any offense, and he only had a couple tackles on defense. Um, Xavier Woods only uh, three points. Uh, yeast <laughs> for uh, yeast for the Rams, he only had three points. Um, he wasn't someone that we were that we were looking at necessarily, but he was play. He's playing in front of John Johnson right now, so just pretty random. All right. Um, oh, Jonathan Owens. If anyone's super excited about him, I mean, he barely even played. 
Only had like two tackles, definitely in the backup role. Um, yeah, and, and that's it. And that is it. And that's all I got to say about that. <coughs> Appreciate everybody who watched uh, all the studs and duds and went through all of these segments with us. I appreciate you guys. I got to go upload all these videos now. It is going to be awesome getting everything, getting back into mid-season form in week one. Everyone who was watching because of IDP found the IDP video. Appreciate you guys. Anyone who was watching because uh, you came in and you saw all the offensive stuff. Appreciate you guys watching. All these videos are going to be uploaded. The injury stuff, uh, the studs and duds for every position, the IDP studs and duds as well so be on the lookout for that when you see these videos pop in make sure you go click the like button i appreciate you guys help us with some watch time on the fantasy football funk because we're trying to get that channel monetized and we'll see you in like two two and a half hours for fnt peace out peeps defense on me i don't want them to gain another yard you blitz all night, if they cross the line of scrimmage, I'm gonna take every last one of you out. You make sure they remember forever the night they played the Titans. Here comes the fool. Here comes the fool. Here comes the fool. Here comes the fool.